Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Jumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to ChumbaCasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. As always, thank you to the presidents of the United States of America. We're putting out a two-minute and 11-second song. So I can check that box. Good and quick. All right. <laughs> hey, good morning, everybody. Good morning, girl. Was it a good weekend for you? I have been wanting to text you all weekend. Go ahead. And just know what you thought. Tell me. What? I've since Friday evening. Do you think he's seen it yet? Can you text him and find out what his thoughts oh, were? Oh, Top Gun Maverick. Yes. yes, I saw Top Gun Maverick. But I resisted all weekend because I okay. didn't want to bug you. Be like, hey, Why did you resist? What did you think of the movie? <laughs> I don't know. It just felt so dorky. <laughs> text you and see what you thought. So I was Why waiting. did you resist? I don't know. It just really felt lame. Like I'm invested in this movie somehow. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I have nothing to do with it. But I want to know if you what you thought. I did see it. Yes, the I end. did. <laughs> oh, no! Are you like 3% that don't like it? Huh? No. Okay. I liked it. You liked it? The first time I saw it in 1977. Oh, no! Oh, yeah. <laughs> don't tell me I'm the first one. Okay, Maverick, we got a special mission. You got to fly inside a, a real steep canyon under the guns and then you got to make a pinpoint shot it's going to be a miracle if you make it a pinpoint shot it'll blow up the whole evil thing oh wait so we'll do it we'll fly in the little channels we'll fly in there and we'll take a miracle shot and oh gosh the targeting computer doesn't work oh no (laughs) what'll i do now captain luke skywalker i mean maverick Oh, brother. Now, did it give you anxiety? And just make it no. worse? <laughs> you watched it wrong. No, I, I, it gave me a, a sense of coolness. I liked the way they were flying and stuff like that, but... Ah. Uh, saw it! Oh, my God! <laughs> saw it when I was 15! No. Yeah. I'm afraid of that. Oh, Why would anyone look at that and go, uh, saw that in Star Wars? Same. Exact. I mean, where's the little robot on the back? (laughs) (laughs) I was fully expecting, uh, like Jabba the Hutt. (laughs) Or Yoda to be on the flight deck of the aircraft carrier. you like anything about it i like the whole movie okay i liked it all it was great thoroughly enjoyable possibly the best hamburger i've had in my life where'd you go <laughs> Went to you? Sinopolis. oh you got dinner there all right yeah i've never tried their hamburger you know i said that my wife said let's go out let's go out to Sinopolis. she goes then we'll go out somewhere for dinner i'm like they've got dinner there mm-hmm. but that's not dinner i was like yeah they got a whole, like a whole menu mm-hmm you know this. We've been there. Okay, well, I've been there a lot of times. They've got a whole menu. Mm-hmm. 
Well, maybe we'll go out someplace after. It's like, maybe you will. (laughs) (laughs) It's a restaurant that shows movies. (laughs) I'm eating there. That was great. And it was really good. Okay. Mm. That was great. That, that was, was great. The movie was fine. The that, hamburger. The hamburger, the was hamburger great. and the movie were, it's, I don't know. Oh my God. I don't know. Huh. Okay. I don't, I don't know which one was better. The hamburger was that good. Wow. Yeah. It was that good. I made the right choice. No, yeah. I liked the movie a lot. I did. Okay. But I liked Star Wars a lot too. Okay. Imagine that. <laughs> I can picture it as you're saying it now, but I didn't make that connection. I got home and I thought, can I be the only one who made this connection? So I Googled uh, Top Gun Maverick versus Star Wars. And it's like, boom, side by side screen. (laughs) Watch them go. Same exact thing in the channel. Must make miracle shot. Targeting computer doesn't work. (laughs) Wow. Use the force, Maverick. Let go. (laughs) Pretty sure I saw Obi-Wan Kenobi in there somewhere. I think he's an admiral now. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah, no, it was fine. Now, do we have a plane that can go Mach 10? Uh, no. He blew it up. We had one. <laughs> First of all, a plane ought to be able to not, like, fall apart, depending on how fast it can go. It would not fly on that plane. No. Yeah, that's, but... how this, that's how this movie opens up. He's trying to make this plane fly as fast as he can. Mm-hmm. But they're trying to go to Mach 10. Mm-hmm. Yes, 10 times the speed of sound. It's like 7,000 miles per hour. Do we have a plane that flies 7,000 miles per hour? Not that we know about. Oh, come on. <laughs> I know we have rockets that go that fast. Yeah. So. Yeah, no. It says here the X-43A in 2004 did Mach 10. Wow. How about that? Wow. And the, per- the pilot survived? <laughs> <laughs> I haven't read that far. <laughs> hmm. It's great. It's thoroughly enjoyable. Highly recommended. Kind of. I felt it was heartwarming. It just made you feel good. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. No, I liked it a lot. Mm-hmm. The, the scene that got me the most was Maverick and Ice talking with, to each other in their mm-hmm. office. I, I, I'm watching this dumb Val Kilmer who... <laughs> what's the matter? Dumb Val Kilmer. Well, you know, <laughs> not dumb Val Kilmer, but this dumb scene is like three minutes long, the whole darn thing. Mm-hmm. And I thought it was the most touching thing in the whole movie. Mm-hmm. I love the way they played it. Yeah. Yeah. That to me was, that was, real, that was really cool. Enjoy that very much. Speaking of movies, um, there was a scene in the Johnny Depp Amber Heard trial. Mm, yes, that reality TV. <laughs> yes, and one of the lawyers, you remember Johnny Depp was particularly mad that Amber Depp had said mad Amber Heard had said mean things about him, and he got fired from Pirates of the Caribbean. Right, and now Johnny's got, you know, an axe to grind with the Disney guys. Mm-hmm. He's butt hurt against them. Yeah. And so the lawyer says, the fact is, Mr. Depp, if Disney came to you with $300 million, nothing on this earth would get you to go back and work with Disney on a Pirates of the Caribbean film, correct? And Johnny Depp said, that is true. Mm. Over the weekend, Disney offered Johnny Depp $300 million. Uh What? And he said, Uh I'm in! I'm in! 
<laughs> oh, yeah. Oh, Johnny. Oh, Perjury. Yeah. Perjury. Oh. <laughs> oh, man. In the trial, it was hypothetical money. Ah, uh, okay. <laughs> was that trial nothing but a negotiation plan huh. for him to get the next role in Pirates of the Caribbean? You think? <laughs> or it seems like it played out that way. It worked out for him. I mean, Disney had to look at how much everyone loved him at the mm, outcome of it. They sure did. Okay, guess we so, can hire him back. Maybe we should have him back in. And that was for, it was for Pirates, for the Pirates fran- franchise? Yeah. Oh my God. Yeah. Dude, everyone's going to go see this one. This one's going to be a, a big one. I wonder if Johnny Depp called up the Disney people and said, How's that new Buzz Lightyear movie going? <laughs> 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 speaking of movies, still speaking of <laughs> yes. movies, Alec Baldwin has announced he'll conduct a rare live interview with Woody Allen, which is what everyone's been waiting to see, Wait. a murderer interviewing a sex abuser. Yeah. What? But don't worry, because Alec has pre-announced he could not care less about what you think about Woody Allen's alleged sexual abuse. He doesn't care. So. What? What are they going to sit down and talk about? Oh, how great they are. Oh. How mm. great the two of them are. Mm-hmm. How great he makes movies, especially when I'm in those movies. I think that will be the conversation. God. Yeah. Alex in a lot of Woody movies. And, uh, you know, that's another reason to keep watching these award shows. Mm-hmm. Because of that, 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 that attitude. Mm-hmm. Slap a guy, shoot a guy. Screw a kid. <sighs> give them trophies. Yeah. All three get trophies, you know. <laughs> they have, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And uh, and then I, I I saw a story about one of Chris Boyer's heroes here. All right. Martin Scarelli. Oh, the pharma bro. That's him. Your bro. Your bro, the pharma bro. Yeah. Just had to uh, scrape some chick off of him. Her name is Christy Smythe. And she's a journalist. And she started interviewing the pharma bro before he went to jail. She began writing about him. And they started exchanging emails. And she became infatuated with him. Mm-hmm. Uh, in 2015, then, he um, founded this pharmaceutical firm, Turing, and then bought the AIDS drug, which cost $13 a pill, but he boosted it up to $750 a pill. And you remember, that's when people are like, are you crazy? Mm-hmm. Everyone from Hillary Clinton to Chris Boyer to Donald Trump. And I hope, I hope Donald Trump doesn't hear that Chris Boyer went against him right. on that one. But this girl, Christy Smith, Smythe, I guess uh, became quite fascinated with him. And things were not going so well in her marriage, and they were trying to hold things together. And then she started ducking out on marriage counseling to sneak visit Shkreli in prison. Mm. Now that, Oof. nine out of ten marriage counselors <laughs> yeah. will advise against that. Okay. Just nine out of ten. Nine out of, well, there's always that tenth one who's pretty loosey-goosey. Yeah, you just got to find the right one. Yeah. Nine out of ten will advise you that lying and breaking your appointment for marriage counseling so you can go see your side piece in prison mm-hmm. <laughs> is not a healthy step towards saving your marriage. And yet that's what she was doing. Oof. Yeah. I would say that might end things. 
Well, it ended for Shkreli and his side piece because he dumped her from behind bars. Oh. Oh, gosh, woman. <laughs> Did you find somebody in jail who's better? This girl's got nothing. Uh-uh. She got no game left. Oh, lost your marriage? Yeah, when you bust up your marriage because you're chasing a jailbird who looks at you between the bars and says, Mmm, pass. <laughs> I'll take my cellmate. <laughs> She's got to change her name on any dating app now. If someone Googles her, <laughs> like, I'm not getting with this chick. Even Shkreli from behind bars said, mm. <laughs> no. But at least that story is splattered all over the front page <laughs> of the Daily Mail here today. That's a tough one. I did my part yesterday, by the way. In what way? I uh, turned on the Padres game, mm. and I think it was 5-3. to three, mm-hmm. And you, Darvish, had just finished getting rid of the Phillies in the fifth inning. Okay. So going to the sixth, 5-3. Uh-huh. to three, And I said, I'm going to turn this game off and go outside for an hour and a half. Okay, good. So I did my part. Let's find out how it turned out. With the chase on now on the KGB. Good morning. Welcome on in. Thank you, David. And hello again, everybody. In the sports world. Hugh Darvish took a seat after six innings with a 5-3 to three lead at Petco yesterday. Did it hold up? Swung on, hit in the air, deep, left field. Profart Uh-oh. looks up, and that ball is gone, and Kyle Schwarber shoots one the other way, and he's turned this game around. It's a three-run home run here in the seventh inning, and the Phillies are up 6-5. to five. Yeah, uh, the mm. final would be 8-5. to five. Oh. Padres lost three out of four to the Phillies and slipped two games behind the division-leading Dodgers, but still have have a two-and-a-half game grasp on the National League's top of three wildcard spots. Neither Manny nor Fernie are ready to return. Manny nursing that sore ankle. We'll probably see him pinch hit uh, before playing third base. Uh, uh, and Fernie's wrist is not ready to swing a bat, nor shift gears or throttle on his motorcycle. Shut up. Uh, they're still saying sometime in July for Fernie. The Padres now move on to Arizona. Uh, remember the Padres swept the D-backs here last week and looked to do the same in Phoenix because after all the D-backs, they uh, they uh, they stink. Day off today. That three-game set begins Tuesday night. Melee in Anaheim. The Angels were not happy when superstar Mike Trout got chin whiskered with a high and tight fastball Saturday night. So after a Seattle Mariner got plunked yesterday, it was all Here's a pitch, and it's inside, and that hits Winker. And Andrew Wants hits him, and Wants has to go, and so does Phil Nevin. Winker walking slowly out in front of home plate, and now he's getting chirped at by the Angel players. Winker going over toward the dugout, and both benches are emptying. Winker going to the Angels' dugout. He is right in there. They're starting to throw punches. Holy smokes, we got a full melee going on in the index circle. Everybody throwing punches. Angels out there, Mariners out there. And that was inside. It hit Winker. Winker had a few words with Stassi, walked over to the dugout. And now the umpires have their hands full trying to separate guys. Holy smokes, we have a melee in the index circle. Guys are still fighting one well, another. you boys fight it out among yourselves. Okay, mother. Ah. Oh. Ah.
Yeah, six players and both managers, including Angels manager Phil Nevin, got ejected. Angels won the game 2-1. to one. In Colorado last night, down 3-2 in the Stanley Cup, the Tampa Bay Lightning had a one-zip lead after the first period, but it didn't hold up. Down two for the Avalanche, Manson McKinnon, back for Manson, tapped over, score! It's our Terry Lekkinen! It's a work of art! Lekkinen off the feed from Manson and McKinnon as tallied and gives the Avalanche a 2-1 lead. And that would be your final. The Avalanche win their third Stanley Cup in franchise history. Here's finals MVP, Kale McCarr. I mean, it's just been building over time. I feel like, for us, I've been here only three years. and Oh, good for you! <laughs> I kind of killed the moment there. Uh, meanwhile... In the National Bell? You know what clickbait is? Clickbait is sort of a clicky headline that you don't really know what it means, but it's a trick to get you to click on. So here I am, stupid. I know what it is. And I'm watching, and it's like, Cardi B does this, and then it says, what's the one vegetable Tom Brady refuses to eat? <laughs> what? What is it, a coconut? That's so dumb. And then I go down... But it's all blurry because I can't focus because that's all I think about. And they got me. So I go all the way back and I click on it and here we go. First window, Tom Brady was born in Northern California. Yeah. Next, Tom Brady started playing football at the age of seven. Where are the vegetables that you swore to God to tell me about? I'll save you 27 clicks. It's a tomato, ladies and gentlemen. I was way off. But I can't take it because four minutes later, I'm down there, weather, football, and then it goes, you'll never guess what this 80s actress looks like now. It's so mean. I mean, she aged 30 years in 30 years. That was her big crime. Skipball <laughs> Association. Golden State Warriors forward Draymond Green is gloating over winning his fourth NBA ring and has an interesting mathematical formula. The difference in between four and three may as well be having one and four. Really? Like, hmm. it feels so night and day, like the rarefied air that mm -hmm. we're in after winning the fourth one, uh -huh. then winning the third one. Uh -huh. It's just so rare. Uh -huh. NBA what? Hall of Famer Bill Russell, who won 11 rings, had this response to Draymond's four. That's adorable. <laughs> And other sports too. Did I see uh, San Diego pitcher Blake Snell break Slugger Bryce Harper's thumb? Uh, you did. Good to see Snells are kicking in on the team once in a while. <laughs> see him finally chipping in. Yeah, not bad. Thank you, Snell. Yeah. Nice job, Blake. I think the Padres are 0-7 in Blake's starts. Uh, 6.33 is 32 seconds, and this is your 101.5 KGPFM Sports Network. Oh, my! Let's find out what's going on in the headlines here today. I was watching Billy Joe Armstrong. Did you see him? I did. <laughs> he is not happy with this Supreme Court reversal of Roe versus Wade. No. And he was doing a concert in England this weekend, and he said, F America, uh, I am effing renouncing my citizenship 
mm-hmm. whatever that means. And he said, there's too much stupid in the world for me to go back to that miserable effing excuse of a country. Mm-hmm. We'll play it for you now. Okay. Right here? Yeah. <laughs> America. I'm renouncing my citizenship. I'm Well, the red coat take that up. Uh, how yeah. bad? Mm-hmm. So, what do you think of that, Chris Moore? Well, I think he should stay. Oh, he plans to. And everyone so far who said, you know, if Trump gets elected, I'm moving out of the country. Never happened. If this happens, I'm moving out of the country. Never happened. So you don't I, believe him, huh? This is going to be another situation where yeah, it probably won't happen. Yeah. He won't renounce his citizenship of Whatever that means. Well, I think it means... How do you renounce your citizenship? Is there, is there an office you have to go to hmm. and you have to swear out a form or something like that? Well, I would imagine uh, you could... Oh, no, no. Don't make stuff up. Uh, don't guess. I don't know. There you, were, you go. That's what I'm saying. I had never heard of such a thing. Yeah. So I, anyway, that's what he says he's going to do. Boyer doesn't believe him. Not for a minute. This is the country that gave him the ability to earn a huge amount of money by screaming incoherently. Well, he's on a pretty big European tour right now, and it sounded like they liked him. Yeah. This isn't 1963 anymore. Uh, well, I know much to your <laughs> chagrin. I'm more 72, but okay. This is 2022, and uh, it's one big market now. It's not just yeah. it's not just America versus Europe anymore. Well, I, I would love to see him renounce his citizenship and become a citizen of some other country he thinks is more free, like, mm-hmm. uh, you know, the Arab Emirates, Saudi Arabia, Kuwait, uh, Iran. Well, Billy Joe was joined by every single other rock star on Earth who had a show this weekend. And every other talk show performer and every other late night performer and pretty much anybody with a microphone. Uh, what other big stories are we working on today? Um, One man is out of a job because he got too drunk. Another man is out of a job because he got too naked. Hmm. I'll tell you about those job losses. Hmm. We have the five questions that husbands should ask their wives. No. Every day. No. To be considered the best husband. Hmm. Pass. Not interested in the job. Wait, but you are a husband. No, you don't hus- want to be the best. No, not interested. Got it. No, because well, I know it's just a bunch of questions that's going to lead to a lot of work and trouble and money. This no, not interested. Do you want me to scratch that off, or do you want to hear what the five? I want to hear them because <laughs> I know how you like lists. That's why I got it. I do, I do. I and do. you know, if that was right in front of me right now, I'd be stopped and I would be reading these <laughs> questions, and I'd be going, "Yeah, what kind of idiot does this <laughs> every day? Every think, day? I don't think I asked my husband five things in one day. Mm-mm. Way too much conversation. If you ask someone a question, it indicates you're interested. In something they've got to say. Mm-hmm. And then they come back and they say something you weren't expecting. You weren't counting on. You mm-hmm. weren't prepared for. Your whole world's turned upside down. It happened to you. <laughs> why? <laughs> why are you separating your potato chips? 
Doesn't everyone? This happened to Emily <laughs> over the weekend. Emily's got herself a helping of ridged potato chips, okay? You can imagine yourself in this yep. situation, can't you? Sure. It's got a nice bowl full of potato chips. Uh-huh. Any yeah. particular brand I need to know about? Oh, I can picture the bag, but I don't. It's kettle chips, maybe? Mm-hmm. Okay. And by the way, if you're a fan of ridged potato chips, mm-hmm. may I recommend to you the Costco sea salt kettle ridged potato chips. Those things are built like a shingle. <laughs> they are sturdy. They're like quadruple thickness. The kettle brand. You could dip lava with those things. Yes. And let it harden to a rock on your chip and it will not fracture. Wow. They're tough stuff. Uh I love kettle brand. And you get a giant, well, this is just a kettle style. Oh, okay. It's not the kettle brand. It's the Kirkland brand. Oh. So you get about 20 pounds for a nickel. Yes, you do. Yeah. They're good. I mean, sturdy. Okay. I put that chip up against any chip for its dipping ability, and I believe that's what you were going for. No, I wasn't dipping. I was just eating these straight up. But I I have a fondness for the folded ones over the flat ones because I like the extra crunch that I, the sensation I feel. Yep. A traditional potato chip will come out as an oval. Mm-hmm. And uh, it might be bent or curved naturally like a woman, <laughs> but sometimes they fold over yeah. like a taco shell, Yes, which is, it's not intentional. No. It's a slight mishap mm-hmm. in the frying process, but we've seen it. They fold over. And these are your special potato oh, chips. Those are the ones I love. Okay. So as I'm eating, I'll kind of push those to the side. You're I, categorizing your potato yes. chips. I see. I want to end on the folded ones. So I'm going to eat the flat ones and get them out of the way. Who here is this OCD? Not no. me. Not me. No. I like singles. Yeah, I'm a singles. What do you mean? I like them one at a time as, as she does as well. But do you categorize them? Do you, do you um, I'm sorry, what is the, what is the word? Um, like, when, it, Kate, when we no no I'll, I'll get there. Sort. <laughs> when we sort them. segregate. Oh. Are you sure no that's the everything you're saying, boy? Do you segregate your potato chips, James? No, no. Okay, I didn't think so. No. So we got one weirdo here. Yeah. Hello. Who actually breaks her potato chips into population groups <laughs> based on their appearance, demographics. Yes. I love it. Okay, that's fine. What if there's a semi-folded? Is there a Venn diagram with overlap in the middle where it meets neither criteria to a clear? Interesting. It's either folded or not. So, <laughs> you save the folded ones. That's a bonus. Yeah. You like that? Those are my happy ones. Okay. Mm-hmm. No one does this. No. No. Mm, no. Does anyone do this with any of your food? Like if you're eating popcorn, those old maids that uh-huh. are like, uh-huh, uh-huh. <laughs> Love those. Uh-huh. <laughs> oh my God, that's an unpopped kernel. What are you doing? Is that a break like or like Half pop. I like the ones that are, they got a little crackage going on. They got real crunch to it. You don't like yeah. that, boy. No, 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 no. Those are horrible. Oh, they're the best. <laughs> those are- Thankfully, those kind of just fall naturally to the bottom, so they're waiting for me at the end of the bowl. Mm-hmm. <laughs> okay, so you're segregating your potato chips. Yes. And my husband noticed this for the first time this weekend, even though I've done it the entire time we've been married. For whatever reason, it finally caught his attention. Yeah. And he said... Just because we're there. (laughs) 
And just because we've been there for years uh-huh. <laughs> does not mean we're paying attention. <laughs> I'm very I'm learning that more and more every day. Mm-hmm. <laughs> All right. So, so he identifies that you're segregating your potato chips. Yes. And he sees that there's a large pile of folded and only a few flat left. And he says, Oh, you don't like the folded ones either? I agree, they're stupid. I'm like, no, they're not stupid. I'm not separating them because I don't like them. I'm saving them because they're the best. The only potato chips I separate out of my serving are the ones that have like a gigantic cancerous mole on them. Yeah, yeah. They got like the big black the hideous. No, oh, no, oh, no. Okay. No, not the bubble. Although I find that to be an unpleasant <laughs> uh birth defect <laughs> on my potato. Don't talk about the ones that have like a big cancerous like carcinoma yeah. on the side. Yeah. The dark spot. Pass. Yeah. Like they didn't get the eye off the potato before it's it went the, the fire. the part that you would cut out of a potato yeah. if you're baking it. Mm-hmm. You bake one then there's a big old gigantic like tumor inside. It's like, yeah. well, that's for cult. Here you go. <laughs> you know how it is. Yes, absolutely. Mm-hmm. Okay. So you're saving all the folded ones. Uh-huh. And... And I, ju- I just learned that we're complete opposites. He thought that the folded ones were stupid. I think they're superior. And so we had to go to how we settle all family debates now, an Instagram poll. Mm. And, said, and how's it going? Uh, Are you winning? Are you losing? I'm losing right now. Oh. 52 to 48% last time I looked. But huh. when it started out, it was 30, uh, per- uh, sorry, uh, 30 votes liked flat. And two liked folded. He was stomping in the beginning. Mm-hmm. Took a while for my folded fans to show up. The Emily Army. <laughs> yes. Right. But I don't indicate on these who likes which one. That's very democratic I, of you. I try to just look blind. at you. Where do you stand? But then I started getting the DMs. What kind of psychotic person likes flat? Who are the insane people that like folded? People mm-hmm. are very passionate very about Very passionate. This. Then the name calling begins. Then flags are being burned mm-hmm. and people are taking knees. Mm-hmm. The whole thing. Mm-hmm. Women are going on sex strikes. Now all yes. of a sudden no one's going to work. Uh-huh. All because of your potato chips. I may have broken up a marriage because yeah. a husband messaged me saying the folded ones are superior. And I said, I absolutely 100% agree. But have you asked your missus? Because I saw that she had voted for flat. And he just sent back this panicked face like 10 minutes later. So they're in a war now at their house. You blew his mind. Uh-huh. Now he knows his wife is a cheater. Yeah. <laughs> what about a wife swap? I mean, what if you and that guy hook up and Eric and the lady hook up, then it's... Everyone uh, to be happy. Yes. Frankly. I just think, you know, we should be happy about this in our house. More flat. Clearly we're not. More flat for him, more folded <laughs> yeah. for me. I think everyone should have a unicorn, too. One that comes with flying training certificates already. But we didn't get that. No, we didn't. Yeah. We got a you're an idiot for liking those war. Yeah. <laughs> I like the folded ones. They're fine. But you're way beyond me when you started segregating <laughs> your potato chips. I just... Do I like to save the best bite for last on any meal I eat. And so if I'm putting a couple of those folded over, that's saving me those last ones to end on. You're a big weirdo. No, I can't be the only one that wants the best bite last. That's stupid. You're not the only weirdo on earth. I know that. <laughs> but that doesn't make any less of a weirdo. You have the best bite first, because what if halfway through the meal you choke and die? Now you've forgotten the best bite of the meal. I won't be around to remember. And by the way, I don't mean weirdo. <laughs> I mean weirdo. You got to elongate it. Yeah. yeah. Uh-huh. No, uh, I am not. <laughs> Weird.
You're so weird. How do you not know it? Of course you're weird. Fine. None of us segregate our food. I don't understand. Because you're so OCD. <laughs> not as bad as Which I is just a pretty word for weirdo. <laughs> Sorry, baby. We got to ship you off to the weirdo clinic. Mm. Lock her up. Oh, don't worry. It's in Vienna, so it'll seem real European for you. But you're still going to be with a bunch of weirdos. Kooky-eyed weirdos with funny little coats that they wear. Weirdo. He separates his good and plenties into goods and plenties. Right? Which one is which again? Never mind. No, no, no. Go Go ahead. The pinks are the goods and the whites are the plenties. Because there's always more of them. (laughs) And they're not as good. (laughs) (laughs) And then there's a third category of irregulars. And they're called... Cuties. question for you on Facebook over the weekend. And that is, what is the worst look, fashion look you can see on a guy? It was inspired by something I saw on Good Morning America last week. And I want us to get to the number one. Mm. It's going to take a 10 lister poll, probably. Oh, boy. Yeah. <laughs> that great scientific ex- escapade. Yes. <laughs> Did something jump right to mind? Chris Boyer's wrinkled shirt. Yeah, you know. Like, he looks so much better today. He does. Thank you, sir. That just really stood out in my mind last week. It was so wrinkled. It was it was distracting. So just unkemptness yeah. is yeah. a bad look. Are you thinking more like fanny packs or fedora yes. hats? Yes, a style selection. Okay. Which you think is the worst look on a guy. Now, can I tell you what it was that inspired this for me? Sure. It was Pitbull. Really? Yeah, and he was on Good Morning America. Mm -hmm. And he was wearing a ball cap. And I want to know your thoughts on this, ladies. He had his ears tucked under the ball cap. (laughs) What? How do you do that? Pitbull, you're (laughs) supposed to be cool. Do you have such a short skull cap? What? Or a long ball cap? He had his ears. I've seen it. I've seen it. He's not the only guy I've seen do it. I've seen it happen. Mm-hmm. And uh, I saw it in person this weekend, and I was like, ooh. Mm. Hmm. Clearly, they're doing it on purpose. Yeah. You have to tuck to get that look. Yeah. <laughs> he tucked his ears, both of them, under his baseball cap. And that made me go, okay, I'm asking, is there anything <laughs> worse than that? And many people think, yes, there's many things that are worse than that. So, I'm asking you right now, ladies, I want you to tell me, what do you think is the worst? You got to pick one. Okay. And one was standing out a lot on Facebook. Okay. A lot. And one of you is going to say it. Mm. Uh, the next one that jumped to mind is when the sh- uh, suit pants are just a little too short, and then the loafers have no socks, so you've got that ankle gap. Hate it. Hate it. <laughs> Hate that look. Yeah. Hate it. I see Ryan Seacrest wearing that on... Live with Kelly and what's his face all the time. Mm-hmm. Isn't that what they've changed the name of the show to? 
live with Kelly and what's his face? Yes. I think so, yeah. And I don't know if his when he stands up are short or if it's just when he's sitting in that director's chair with his legs crossed that we see the ankle. But there are people that shorten up those pant legs. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, they're very short. You know who does this? Uh, the Gucci people. Really? The Gucci clerks. They wear socks, mm. but they wear the short pants. Yeah, I'm not a fan. Yeah. All right. Uh, Sarah? I initially actually thought of a hairstyle, but are you talking about more fashion? Doesn't matter. Oh, well, the rat tail. Let me tell you something. A guy rocking a rat tail is the grossest thing ever, ever, ever thought of on the earth. And Friday, you know what I saw? Do you know what I saw? I left work and I went right to the gym and I was just getting into my car. This guy walks by me completely bald. You could wax his head bald, except for a rat tail on the back of his head and i could not get my phone out fast enough to grab a picture except he walked by faster than i could apparently i did it apparently you couldn't get your phone out fast enough i tried i was like oh my god oh my god what is what am i looking at all right all right very good chris bork well i think the man bun is the biggest Uh. piece of effeminate trash that that was the number one answer on on facebook yeah that's the most popular answer. Yeah. So far. The man bun. And Chainsaw? High socks on a fella with the shorts. <laughs> Which used to be so so vogue. It did. And uh, that's why I burned all of the pictures of me in the 1980s. <laughs> Shorty shorts and very high yeah. over the back of the calf socks. Oh, Approaching yeah. knee. Yes. Mm-hmm. Oh. Mm-hmm. Stripes, no stripes. Uh, yeah, with the stripes on the top. If you I, like, just, uh, I like a cheerful red stripe on the yeah. top of those socks. <laughs> yeah, with the shorty shorts and the photo gray uh, glasses and the foam hat. But anyway. Damn it. <laughs> Hello. You want to give me? I Long shorts. When they like. Uh-huh. They're just. They're too long that they're almost Can't free. decide if they're short pants or if they're long shorts, I, that kind of thing. And they're super baggy. Yeah. Yeah. Eat it. The I, real long shorts. Yeah. I like I like guys with short shorts. Uh, yeah, you like the Magnum shorty shorts. I do. So does Sarah. Mm-hmm. Sarah yep. concurs. Mm-hmm. Bring them back, right? Yeah, the long ones are gross. Blech. Do you like want to the- see Chris Boyer in short shorts? <laughs> no, don't ruin it. Wait a minute, huh? You uh, said that you like this. On a certain type of man. All right, so would you... <laughs> so would you rather see Chris Boyer in long shorts? You know, like he lives at the, like he lives at the base of the Coronado Bay Bridge there? Or shorty short shorts? <laughs> the long Every day. Shorts, the long Just for comedy? Yeah. Yeah. Uh-huh. <laughs> You're enjoying that. The image is making me happy. All right. Very good. Thank you, Anna. You're welcome. All right. So we've had a bunch of different answers. Mm-hmm. Well, we're going to have to get it down to like two. Okay. For us to decide what is the worst look a guy can wear. And I really think man bun is going to be a strong contender. Mm-hmm. But here's what people were saying on Facebook. You ready here? Yes. They don't like skinny jeans. In fact, they don't even like skinny jeans on skinny guys, which kind of leaves skinny guys. (laughs) Stay home. Hide. Stay home. Hide under your bed. Or wear shorty shorts. Don't come out. Well, that doesn't look good. 
skinny guys <laughs> with their short. <laughs> I don't know the rules on the short shorts. Uh, socks with sandals. Not a good look. No. Wyatt does not like the Gavin Newsom slicked back hairdo. Oh, yeah. Mm-mm. So, slicked back or man bun? I'll take a man bun. Yeah, same. Ooh. Maybe the man buns bother guys more than girls. I don't know. They're not horrible, the worst thing. You're all right with a man bun. Big it's deal. It's fine, yeah. Rat tail? No, sir. Absolutely not. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and you, the man bun? Over the slicked back hair and a rat tail? Yeah. <laughs> Not so, not so objective. Yeah, or objectionable. Right. Christine said, uh, "I don't like guys who wear ZZ Top beards who aren't in ZZ Top." It's <laughs> <laughs> mm. mm, got a good point. Crocs and socks. <laughs> it's interesting. Apparently Crocs are okay. Yeah, yeah. But socks puts it over. No. Can't mm-hmm. go. All right. Black socks and sandals, untrimmed facial hair. Excessive facial hair that is not groomed. I don't know. The beard thing is so hot right now. And there's some women, you know, this that's just one of those either or. Some women won't even look at a guy if he doesn't have some crazy wild beard going on. Mm-hmm. And there's some guys that are trying to pull it off and just can't. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. There's a lot of guys out there trying to pull off a lot of things that they can't. Yeah. A lot of variables. <laughs> We're just doing the best we can. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Cameron says, my husband's handlebar mustache or any facial hair on him. And she's married to the guy. Wow. She's, she's naming <laughs> the worst look on a guy and she's married to it. <laughs> Ouch. She does not like his handlebar mustache. Mm. Your thought on that? If you're trying to be goofy? No. (laughs) No. But if you're trying to look cool, no. Hey, Snidely Whiplash was cool, man. He probably loves that she hates it, too. Chip will do that. Chip will, you know, Movember or whatever. And the more. What happens if Chip starts working on a rat tail? He wouldn't. He wouldn't. You just said he wouldn't. Chip loves to do things that you hate. Yeah, he would probably probably would, but he, but I don't think he can. Ha ha. I don't think you mean he wouldn't. <laughs> I don't think you mean he he wouldn't. I think you mean he better not. He better not. Let me tell you something about bald guys. They always got plenty of hair in the back where it doesn't matter. Ah. Where it doesn't count. <laughs> totally. They can grow a rat tail. All of them can. Oh God. He would. But he dare not. Wouldn't you just cut it off in his sleep? Probably, I am his his groom. Lorena Bobbitt of you. <laughs> Anthony says the Edgar haircuts. I don't know what the Edgar haircut is. Hmm, I don't either. Uh, man bun just showing up so much. Skinny jeans showing up. So much. The circle beard is just such a joke. <laughs> I've never seen one in real life. I've only seen them like on people of Walmart. 
Baseball cap, goatee, and sunglasses, says Mia. She doesn't like that. It's like, well, good luck. Half the world's walking around in those things. Mm-hmm. Jeans with flip-flops. Mm. Doesn't bug me here. It would have caught my attention in Seattle, though. Yeah, why is that? I've just gotten used to seeing it here. Flip-flops? Yeah, Sam came in every Friday, jeans and flip-flops. Yeah, I'm so anti-flip-flop mm-hmm. on all occasions, but you know. that's just the losing battle. That's a fool's errand to be against that. I see a guy walk around in a t-shirt and a pair of shorts and flip-flops, and I'm like, you could barely get dressed. You could barely <laughs> oh, make it. Yeah. No, seriously, that is the least amount of effort short of nudity. It's like you could. I, I look at those people like you are the laziest bastard <laughs> on the planet. When I, I see a guy have shoes to tie, because it's a t-shirt uh-huh. and a pair of shorts. Uh-huh. You know, the, just the pull-on kind. God help you if there was a button or even a zipper on that. It's the laziest, least amount of effort, <laughs> and they come slogging in. With that slow motion gait, and it's like you're the laziest bastard alive. <laughs> and you know there was no shower. I feel like you're talking to all of San Diego right now. I know, <laughs> I know, I know. But I mean, that's what you show me when I see that walking around. It's like I just am barely making it. <laughs> they need to have at least a button to get your attention. It's no effort uh. at all. It's like I'd rather just be home naked. Getting put on three articles. Three. Total. Shirt, pull it over. Shorts, pull them up. Flops, step on them. And that's all I can manage. It's one minute of effort. Oh. You're cracking on effort. For an old man. Yeah. I get that done in five seconds. <laughs> Crocs show up a lot. Mm. Facial hair shows up a lot. So, what would be the two? I, we got to put man bun on there as uh-huh. one of them. I really do. <laughs> yeah. I feel like Crocs and man bun. Crocs, Crocs, yeah. and yep, Crocs. Crocs and man bun. Such that's going to be it. Yeah. Okay. All right. So, what do you want? So, you'd rather your guy was walking around with a man bun than Crocs. That is an easy yes. Easy yes. Okay, mm-hmm. so you are not as deeply wounded by the man bun. No. As so many people are. And I'm completely grossed out by Crocs. You know, the man bun usually comes with that dandy, gross, chin afro beard ew, oh ew, yeah ew. ain't no guy with a man bun who doesn't have a big i never saw a zz top in a man bun no but you know what i did i i google image searched man bun yeah and it brought up i think 17 pictures across the board and only one features a clean shaving guy huh. all the others have big scraggly beards which Reminds me that when you have a man bun, you can also have a chin bun. <laughs> I'm sorry. Oh, yeah. Yes. No. You put yeah. a bun in your beard and a bun no. on the back of your no. This guy, this guy's so great. He's got it all figured out. He's got a man bun on top. Like a one, pom-pom. And he's got one behind his head. Oh. And then he's got a chin bun. Really? Oh. He's like a three-pointed star. 
<laughs> he could rent himself out as a hood ornament to a Mercedes Benz. <laughs> Yeah, these guys all have scraggly. This is a lot of hair. Yeah. A lot of hair. But, given the choice, Emily, you would choose every single day you're going to see this. You'll take Crocs on your man every single day over a man bun. Yeah, if I have to look at that every day. Give me the Crocs. And Sarah, you'll take man bun over the Crocs. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, It's just a split decision here. Mm -hmm. What will the 10-lister poll decide? We'll find out in a little bit here. Would you rather your man wore every single day, Sarah, a man bun or his ears tucked under his baseball oh, cap? Oh, my God. I know. <laughs> I was the only one who said that one. I, the only ears tucked under a baseball cap guy. Every single day, everywhere he goes. I can't look at your stupid head. It's a man bun or your ears noticeably tucked under your baseball cap. That is so embarrassing and shameful. I would choose man bun over ears under the baseball cap. What do you think, Emily? Baseball cap. I'm not embarrassed by it. The ears tucked under? (laughs) No. I'm humiliated by it. (laughs) It's family shame. It really is. I mean... I, I'm prouder of having a mother that spent eight years in Joliet State she Prison, knowing that she not never tucked her there. ears right. under her baseball, her yeah. prison issue baseball uh-huh. cap. Yeah, she knew how to wear it. No, probably a secret message to her cellmate. You know, the ears tucked under tonight. I'm ready. That kind of thing. Monday morning on KGB. Thanks for switching us on. Here's Cookie Randolph. Good morning, good morning, and thank you, David. And hello, I got everybody in the sports world. After you Darvish took a seat with a 5-3 to three lead after six innings, the Phillies' Kyle Schwarber said this to a Nabil Krizmat uh, change-up. Goodbye. Ah. Lamont hit in the air, deep, left field. Profart looks up, and that ball is gone, and Kyle Schwarber shoots one the other way, and he's turned this game around. Whatever. It's a three-run home run here in the seventh inning, and the Phillies are up 6-5. to 8-5, to five, your final. The first homer Krizmat had given up this season. He's a good one. Now 4-1 and one with a sub-2 ERA. Padres lose 3 out of 4 to the Phillies oh. and slip 2 games behind the division-leading Dodgers, but still a 2.5 game grasp on the National League's first of 3 wildcard spots. Padres now move on to Arizona. Padres swept the D-backs here last week, and maybe they can do the same this week against the D-backs because, as duly noted, they stink! Day off today, that 3-game set begins Tuesday night. Melee in Anaheim. The Angels were not happy when superstar Mike Trout turned his head and coughed on a high and tight fastball Saturday night. So after a Seattle Mariner got plunked yesterday, it was on. Both Mm. benches cleared, delivering haymakers. Things seemed like they might not ignite at first until Angels manager Phil Nevin, you remember him, Mm -hmm. he lit the fuse. You want a piece of me? You got it! (laughs) Six players and both managers got ejected. Angels won the game 2-1. He started it. In Colorado last night, down 3-2 in the Stanley Cup. Three games to two. The Tampa Bay Lightning had a one-zip lead after the first period, but it did not hold up. One second! It's over! They did it! They did it! The job is done! The Colorado Avalanche are still... 
Stanley Cup champions. And they will lift Lord Stanley a mile high. Uh, two to one, your final last night. Colorado's third Stanley Cup in franchise history, denying Tampa Bay's third straight a Stanley Cup. Well, that's good to know. Happy sports birthday to former football star Michael Vick, who turned 42 yesterday. Vic got happy birthday wishes from friends, family, and every cat on the planet. Sports friends, I try to avoid politics here on the Sports Network, but do you, I don't know, do you ever reminisce about the really tranquil days of the Clinton, Bush, Obama, or even the Lincoln administrations? No, that's the stupidest well, thing I've ever heard. Relatively speaking, I suppose. Anyway, whatever. Meanwhile... In the national that? Yeah. Uh, thank you, Jay. I'll take government programs for 200. All right, let's take a look. Stimulus bill. President Obama. What did uh, Congress just pass? I'm sorry, I'm correct. President Bush, stimulus bill. What was President Clinton's nickname? <laughs> <laughs> You didn't know him, but oh! <laughs> Your choice. Yeah, Popery, 300. Popery. The answer is Mary Todd. President Lincoln. Who was my wife? No, I'm sorry, sir, that is incorrect. You're kidding. I've got a tattoo on my ass that says differently. That's right here. Never mind, never mind. Once again, the answer is Mary Todd. President Obama. Uh, what do guys want to do in San Francisco? Mary Todd, that is correct, sir. That is correct. Go ahead, you choose. Uh, thank you, Jay. Entertainment for 300. All right. The answer is Hamlet. President Bush. What is a small piece of ham? Yes. <laughs> yes. Yeah. <laughs> oh no, entertainment for 400. Okay. He's just not that into you. President Lincoln. Who is John Wilkes Booth? In the news for $100. Okay. The answer is the economy. President Bush. What is not my problem? <laughs> For 200. In the news for 200, Iraq. President Bush. What is not my problem? <laughs> you control the board, sir. In the news for 300. Global warming. <laughs> what is not my problem? <laughs> you want to go again? In the news for 400. For 400. Illiteracy. What is my problem? <laughs> <laughs> Football Association. <laughs> Ratings for last week's primetime broadcast of the NBA draft reach an all-time low. Yeah. Although the after parties at the players' homes reach all-time highs, especially in states uh, where it's legal. Are you high? Duh. All right. And other sports David. Objective observers of last week's reversal decision by the Supreme Court will point out without passion that it is the greatest demonstration of democracy in action and they're wrong because the 10 listener poll yes 
is the greatest demonstration of democracy in action. Supreme Court, cute, it's cute, it's had some good moments, but it doesn't kill every time like the Tentless Repole does, and like it will next here on the DSC Show. Is your 101.5 KGVFM Sports Network. Oh my! DSC on the KGB. Okay, we're going to do a tenless for poll here next. Mm-hmm. And you're going to have to tell me what do you think is the worst, the worst of the two looks right. on a guy? Man bun mm-hmm. or Crocs? Right. Those are the two most popular answers when we asked you what's the worst thing a guy can wear mm-hmm. man bun or crocs now crocs wins i have those shoes by the eagles ready to go all right i don't have a hair song for guys hmm. everything i can think of is like trolls hair up like just... cow sills if you need it yeah i don't <laughs> find a lot of need to play the cow sills yeah <laughs> Desperate times. Uh, Desperate shave times. and a haircut. Two bits. <laughs> Boom, jingle in the spots. There you go. It's got a point. It's very uh, efficient. <laughs> that may be it. All right, we'll find out next. First, a quick look at your commute. And um, only one accident at the moment. This is on the 805 northbound. Uh, at Imperial Avenue, this is blocking the right shoulder. Traffic is slow from 43rd. This traffic report is sponsored by OfferUp. When you're looking to buy, try OfferUp first and save up to a lot. OfferUp is your local marketplace where you can find quality items that are nearby. Save big on couches, dressers, cell phones, cars, and so much more. Download the OfferUp app to start saving today. see about this mm. but don't ask me why mm. give me a head with hair I like Boyer's idea better <laughs> can we hear it again shave and a haircut two bits well, we'll find out. Are you ready for the 10 lister poll? Yes. Change the way you keep score for me. Yes, sir, sir. Shouldn't take more than about uh, 10 or 11 phone calls. <laughs> Which is the worst look on men? The top two finalists are Crocs or the man bun. And uh, as great exercises in democracy go, we've got two women here on the show. One says, I'm okay with Crocs. The other one says, I'm okay with a man bun. Mm-hmm. All right, here we go. By the way, you know, I thought about it a little bit. If your husband, Sarah, grew a rat tail, he could roll it up into a rat bun. Oh, my God. <laughs> mm. All right. <laughs> Hello, you're on the 10 list poll. What do you say? A man bun. Is it's worse. All right, then. Yes. Thank you. Thank you for Thank participating you. in a 10. Show. I love yours. Thank you for participating in our exercise in democracy here at the Town Lister Poll. Hello, you're on the Town Lister Poll. What do you say? And stinky Crocs. Come on. Who wears those? Not even Boyer wore that crap. <laughs> I don't even wear that crap. I thought you wear them every day. I'm sorry. 
I get you and Chainsaw confused all the time. <laughs> Hi, you're on the Tell Mr. Pulp. Get rid of the man bun, please, right. please, please. Thank you. Hello, you're on the town list. This, see, this is what the Supreme Court... Hey, I got out of my seatbelt and I'm going to pass. Okay, great. <laughs> this is what the Supreme Court should have been playing with. I know it's a bigger challenge than Roe versus Wade, but it must be done mm-hmm. in order for democracy to survive. Frankly, I think the Supreme Court should outlaw both of them. I mean, can you show me somewhere in the Constitution where it says... Ben and George. They did wear buns. Yeah, they did. <laughs> yeah. Mm. That was their look. I retract my statement. <laughs> <laughs> Hello, you're on the Telemetry Paul. What do you say? My favorite emoji is a snail emoji. Thank you. Hello, you're on the Telemetry Paul. What do you say? Man buns got to go. Thank you. Hello, you're on the Telemetry Paul. What do you say? I vote to get rid of the stupid man bun. All right. Thank you. See? People take this seriously. They do. There's no mm-hmm. fussing around. Mm-mm. Hello, you're on the 10 lister poll. Uh, yeah, I'd like to order pizza, please. Hello, you're on the 10 lister poll. What do you say? Gotta be Crocs, Dave. Thank you. Hello, you're on the 10 lister poll. What do you say? Man bun. What's our score? Five to two man bun. Hello, you're on the 10 lister poll. Man bun, goodbye. I don't like the man bun. Yuck. Ew. <laughs> is that it's academic w- at this point <laughs> it's never <laughs> academic chainsaw it must be completed of course mm-hmm. there must be a final vote all precincts must be heard okay what is the score a uh, six to two all right hello you're on the tell mr paul what do you say i've got a secret what's your secret i'm not telling commit <laughs> fall for that every time hello you're on the tell mr paul what do you say Damn it! Wow. Well, I'm not asking this time. Wow. Hello, you're on the Tell Mr. Poll. I don't want to be on the poll. <laughs> hello, you're on the Tell Mr. Poll. No more man buns. And hello, you're on the Tell Mr. Poll. What do you say? Man bun is the worst. And that is it. Wow. That is, that is it right there. The shortest. 10 listener poll of all time says oh, no. Crocs are okay. The man bun has Give me a head with hair. got to go. <laughs> Thank you, boys. And there you go. Fifty years of rocking you always includes Def Leppard. Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Dear Dave, although it says near Dave, but I think she meant to say dear Dave. (laughs) Connie wrote this to me. I was walking my dog listening to the podcast on Friday, and I heard you talk about how you sometimes will talk to your radio on your walk. Hmm. Yeah, this is because I was listening to one of the old radio shows, and there was an Irish cop, Mm -hmm. and he had said, uh, we lost our witness. 
His throat had been cut. That's right. And I just, I couldn't help but saying it out loud. Uh-huh. I had my AirPods in and I'm just w- walking along, hiking along, going, his throat had been cut. <laughs> but there's no one around, so there was no reason to be embarrassed. You hope. <laughs> nah, right? Yeah, I didn't see anybody. Anyway, you thought you were the only one who does this. No, you're not. You're not the only one who does it. Earlier in the podcast, you had challenged Anna to slay to say inflation capitation. And I, then I found myself walking along with just my dog in our neighborhood, repeating the phrase over and over again, trying to sound like you and Anna. Then I realized I was doing it and I was weird. Uh, no. And I felt embarrassed, hoping no one had heard me. And that is Connie checking in. And now I'm dying to hear Connie say inflation capitation. I want to yes. hear Connie say it. Yeah. Yes. Call Come in. On. Call me, Connie. Come yes. on. Love Come on, Connie. I want to hear you say it. Love it. And you're not weird. <laughs> you're cool. Dear Dave, my dad Marvin is 81 years old. His handlebar mustache is epic. This was one person. One person said handlebar mustache on a man is the worst look he can wear. Yeah. And uh, this is Kevin. Takes exception. He says his is epic. He gets compliments all the time from all ages. He's had it forever. My question is, aren't some looks better on some people and worse on others? Yeah. Sure. Yeah, you got to be able to pull it off. Yeah. Yep. Mm -hmm. I agree. Thank you, Kevin. Uh, Dear Dave. I am a weirdo who arranges my fries, my chips, etc. into size or color. If candy such as Skittles or M&Ms are present, I eat the smallest ones first and then move on to the largest ones. Pictured below from last week, here is lunch. This is Irene listening to me in Washington, D.C. Irene's having a sandwich and she has arranged her crispy Cheetos you are my people, Irene. Up like little soldiers on her paper plate. I love it. What the hell? I'm looking at her crispy Cheetos all lined up, and it's like, you. how do you choose an order? Those few on the right side, those are last. Those are the good ones. Oh, boy. <laughs> Oh boy! You couldn't recognize that. No, you have singled out. There's like 30 Cheetos, 25 Cheetos on this plate, and you've singled out three. Yeah. Just as Irene has. Uh huh. And those are going to be the last Cheetos yeah. eaten because those three are somehow different from the other 20 Cheetos yes. on the plate. Uh huh. Those are the ding dong doozies. Wow. <laughs> They're big, girthy. <laughs> I don't like this. You don't want to get ripped open by the big one before you have to put the little one in, and it's just a no, the little ones butter are... knife in a mayonnaise jar. Okay, now. The little ones are cute. Those are a little munch. Okay, now that you mention it, I see that the little tiny bottom row of Cheetos are much smaller mm-hmm. than the vertical row of Cheetos, and none of them compare to the three ding-dong doozy girthy <laughs> No, the bottoms are nibble. You get rid of those quickly. I wonder if the people at Lay's <laughs> have thought about girthy <laughs> Cheetos. Much like the people at Oreos came up with double stuff. Right. I wonder if the people at Lay's need to think of 
girthy mm. Cheetos where you open up the bag and there's only like two Cheetos in there because right. they're fist-sized Cheetos. <laughs> I'd buy it. I'll bet you would. <laughs> then I got this from a uh, listener, Josh, the Hall of Famer, Josh. He says, I got married later in life. I was in my mid-40s, but over the years, I had had girlfriends. And when we would first start dating, I had a number of things I didn't do when I went to restaurants on dates. One of them was use coupons. I wouldn't do it. It's just a bad look. Ladies, your thoughts? I think it's wise to hide your cheapness in the dating stages, Mm -hmm. even if it's who you are at your core. Coupon. Mm -hmm. No. (laughs) Not impressed. No. How about gift cards? I feel like you could pull that off sneakier. Yeah, pretend like it's a credit card. I don't want to know that it's coming out. Mm -hmm. I whipped out a fistful of gift cards when I went to see Star Wars. Sorry, Maverick. Uh (laughs) At Sinopolis. Mm -hmm. And uh, I'd already bought the tickets, Mm -hmm. but I was using the gift cards for food. Okay. And I thought I heard my wife let out a little gasp of despair. Oh my God, but you're married. <laughs> yeah. You should be able to do that. Meaning married. I don't have to try anymore, yeah. right? Yes. Yeah. I'm and pretty sure she, well, she has no concept of money. Yeah, but it's so, money it. is just something I go out every day and I collect in the money place <laughs> and I bring it home and it just is happens and it's expected. Right. So you're not dipping into her money. You're using a gift card. She so. has no concept so that it ever runs out. None. <laughs> None. Zero. I'm pretty sure she let out a little gasp of despair. Oh, man. Yeah. Like, uh uh-uh. uh. <laughs> we don't use those. I have, like, <laughs> I have, like, seriously, I'm not kidding. I bet I have a dozen Sinopolis gift cards at home. Okay. On my desk. I've collected so many over the years and just never use them. And we were going, and I was like, I'm taking these with Heck me. Yeah. Yeah. Maybe make a deal. Say, if you don't talk to the screen during the movie... She did not. I won't But I these. did have to have that... I did have to have that sit down with her. So now we're not talking to the movie here. <laughs> we yeah. don't have the whole theater to ourselves. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I'm good friends and family. Did yeah. she stuff it that whole well, movie? Didn't say a word. Oh, didn't there's so word. many like, yeah, moments. Yeah, no, no, no. She kept her... Kept her... Good girl. Kept quiet. <laughs> yeah. Except when she was grumbling that you had the gift card. There was just a little... There was a... A chirp or a burp. Maybe she burped. I don't know. It was something. But I didn't bring in coupons. I brought gift cards, which are the same as cash. Yes, they are. When you're married. Mm, yeah. When you're married. Not when you're trying to impress people. Absolutely not. I want to be worth your time and your and your money. But a gift card is, has the, has no. cash value. No. No. Not but it wasn't your cash. On a date. Could have been. He could have bought it or had a refund or something. He did not. You know he did not. (laughs) He's mom. He gave it to him for his birthday. (laughs) Now he's taking a girl out. (laughs) Okay. So um, if a guy brings out coupons. You're cheap. (sighs) Okay. So I'm trying to figure this out now. How many strikes is a guy allowed on a first date? Is it three strikes? Baseball? Sure. Okay. Does everything only count as one strike? If he showed up with a man bun. (laughs) <laughs> no i think strikes are weighted i'm asking i'm asking if he only gets three strikes is a man bun only one strike that is not a deal breaker for this girl 
You're you're okay with man buns? The Crocs. It's the Crocs. He shows up with Crocs. He throws if he shows up in Crocs, one strike. Three strikes. Out. (laughs) Waited. Yeah, waited. Okay, so how about you show up on a first date? Coupons come out. So one strike. That's a strike. That's a strike. One strike. Yeah. Okay, but just one. Just one. Gift card. Is it a strike? That is another strike. It's a strike. Mm. That's a strike. It wouldn't be a strike. I don't like that. How about a coupon? Foul tip. <laughs> uh, strike or no strike? So for her, Crocs can be three strikes on one way. Yeah, they can. can. Have a foul tip. <laughs> As they should be. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. One strike, I guess. But it's a not strike. Really. Well, it doesn't have to be a strike. It can but be. It's a... definitely got my attention in a not good way. So. That's a strike. Then let's let's not kid ourselves. Okay. It's a strike. Sure. Hey, you know what? Even Tony Gwynn struck out. Yes. Not a lot, but he did it. Mm-hmm. And he sat down and he learned from it. <laughs> he learned. I never bring a coupon on a date with Emily Suave McGuire. That's what I do. <laughs> You made him a better man. Mm, but I want him to use all the coupons if we get married. I know. I know. That's the funny thing about it. Uh-huh. I want you to fake then your Then you way. marry the guy and you're impressed that he starts yes. using coupons. Yes. Fake your way through that first date. Hmm. Okay. <laughs> so gift card, no bueno. For no. Sarah. Just not enough pain inflicted on the guy to exactly. take that? Okay. Mm-hmm. Right. All right. I got you. All right, let's go back to Josh's letter here. He says, uh, I wouldn't use coupons. It's a bad look. And he says, and that's hard for me, Dave, because I'm a cheap bastard. Mm -hmm. The other thing I wouldn't do is say, oh, let me try some of your food. I could go on and on with the things I didn't do, but I want to tell you about something that the women all did that I hated. And I finally broke my wife of this habit, but it took a few years of of really working on her. What they do is order their meal and maybe eat half of it. And then the waiter comes by and says, can I take this? And they say, yes, I'm done. And I'm looking at eight onion rings on her plate thinking my meal didn't come with onion rings. I would have liked a few of those, but off it goes. Or maybe she ordered street tacos and only ate two of them, leaving one behind, telling me these are so filling. I never realized she wasn't going to eat the third one. And now the waiter's grabbing the plate. I can't say, wait! (laughs) No, you can't. Wait one second, mister! That last taco stays here and I will eat it. Do you get where he's coming from? You do. Uh I would sound like some starving Ethiopian. Or I'd have a waitress thinking, dude, your 12-ounce steak and potatoes weren't enough for your fat ass. <laughs> now you got to devour the one last tiny taco she left behind. You got to pick up her plate and lick everything left on it too, pig. <laughs> okay, so obviously the waitress wouldn't say that. But she's thinking it and I can hear it. Mm. I don't want any of that kind of judgment from the waitstaff. So I would prefer that my wife say to me, Hey, I'm not going to eat any more of my food. Is there anything here you want? Now, is that too hard for women to do? Or am I just being a cheap bastard yet again? I love your show and I love my food. And that is Josh, the Hall of Famer. Now, I don't see anything wrong with that. I don't see anything wrong with the lady saying, hey, I'm all done. Would you like this? Yeah, and he's down with eating off their plate. So it works for them. And it's. Definitely, though, a marriage thing, not a first date thing. On a first date, you wouldn't do that. 
I don't think it's a strong move. Okay, first date. You've ordered your meal. Mm-hmm. And it's got lots of stuff on there. Mm-hmm. And you've eaten about half of it. Mm-hmm. And the waiter comes and the waiter says, are you all done? And you say, yes, I'm all done. And he goes to take it. And your first date says, hang on. We're not done. <laughs> Which is what Josh wants to do. Right. He didn't get onion rings. And there's a perfectly good street taco on that plate. Oh. So you're saying I'm all done. And your date says, uh-uh. Is that a strike? You know it is. You know it is. And you and your foul tips. <laughs> is it a balk? Well, it's a strike if it's the second, you know, strike. If you only have one strike, that foul tip is a strike. Mm. Not on mm-hmm. the third. Yeah. Correct. Mm-hmm. See, she's looking for an out. Yeah, she Don't is. enable her, Chainsaw. <laughs> Why do you think she said foul tip? Because it's iffy. What? There's a difference between eating off my plate when I haven't said I'm done and then wait. So Agreed. Agreed. I'm not talking. That's a yeah. that's a whole nother I know. problem. No, no, no. You've just said I'm done. And he objects and says, no, she's not. <laughs> not not a strike. That was the strikiest not strike I've ever heard you declare ever. <laughs> That's like the umpire stepping back and just kind of like scratching his chin. <laughs> Maybe phoning a friend and going, all right, ball. Ugh. I hate myself. It depends on the guy. but All right, no strikes, says Emily. No. What do you think, sir? There is marriage behavior and there is first date behavior. Right. That is a tacky first date move, and that is a strike in my book. But what if he's so hot? Oh, he can... I would. He can eat all of it. You can eat your taco. So that's my point. <laughs> I'm just kidding. No, but just what do you in think general, I put you on a date with <laughs> a hunchback in Notre Dame or something like that. No, I know, but it's tacky. I don't like it, and I'm gonna be judgy. Okay, all right. So it's judge. You're judging. Yeah, I don't yeah. like that. It's a stri- it's a judgy strike. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. And the guy's just supposed to. And sit you there. were judging. I was. But you let it but slide. But at my core, I don't want to be wasteful. And if he wants that food and he's into it, okay, I'm gonna. Get okay with it. Mm. Yes, Chris Bork? Say, you know, how disrespectful is it to have ordered something that you don't eat? Oh, this guy paid for it. Just throw it away. I wish I'd seen you before. I'd like to add glasses that sit at a 45 degree <laughs> angle on my face. Is <laughs> the worst look I got. Yeah. Dude, he's can I loan you ones. six bucks to go buy a new <laughs> pair of glasses? Glasses that sit at a noticeable tilt. Uh, you don't have to take them off now. It's not. What, do you like suddenly care about your appearance? I've been found out. He's still gonna squint though, so on off. It's That's not the best gonna thing. Make a difference. He puts on glasses that sit on a tilt, and then is like Mr. Bagoo. <laughs> yes. Now you got them off again. I, uh, I hurt your feelings. I'm sorry. <laughs> I'm sorry. I hurt your feelings. Get you my glasses, buddy. Thank you know, you, when David. I was cracking on your wrinkled shirt on Friday, you didn't take your shirt off. <laughs> Thank goodness. <laughs> I'll wear one tomorrow. Well, what do you think about this? Josh has trained his wife now to get clearance 
before she indicates to the wait staff that they can take her plate away. I think that's great for them. Isn't it? Mm-hmm. She's mm-hmm. happy. She's not wasting the food. It's, it's good. That's what married people do. Exactly. Right. Well, we all get it, Josh. We think you're living the right way. Mm-hmm. He says, is this too hard for women to do, or am I just being a cheap bastard yet again? You're doing both. <laughs> Sometimes it's both. You don't want to see good food go to waste. 50 years of rocking you on 101.5 KJV. And here's the Dean of American Sportscasters. Been here for most of it now. With everything that happened over the weekend, now with the KJV. Welcome on again. Thank you, David. And hello again, everybody, in the sports world, indeed. After you divers took a seat with a 5-3 to three lead after six innings at Petco Park yesterday, Padres manager Bob Melvin was not happy with the pitching from then on, and uh, he uh, he took it really personally. She threw it all away just to make me look ridiculous. Mm. And a man in my position can't afford to be made to look ridiculous. Swung on, hit in the air, deep, left field. Profart looks up, and that ball is gone, and Kyle Schwarber shoots one the other way, and he's turned this game around. It's a three-run home run here in the seventh inning, and the Phillies are up 6-5. to five. They win it 8-5. to five. Padres lost three out of four to the Phillies and slipped two games behind the division-leading Dodgers, but still have a two-and-a-half game grasp on the National League's top of three wild card spots. Padres now move on to Arizona. Uh, Padres swept the D-backs here last week, and maybe they can do the same this week against the D-backs there, because as the Supreme Court has ruled... They stink! Yeah, day off today. That three-game set begins Tuesday night. Melee in Anaheim. The Angels were not happy when superstar Mike Trout received a little chin music on a high-and-tying fastball Saturday night. So after Seattle Mariner got plunked yesterday, it was on. Full-on melee. Benches cleared. Things seemed like they might not ignite at first until Angels manager Phil Nevin lit the fuse when he hollered this at the Seattle batter. I am going to kick your Six players and both managers got ejected. The best part was Angel's Razel Iglesias launching a box of sunflowers for a world record. And you should see the video. It's in slow-mo and everything. That is the furthest shot put of sunflower seeds in history. Yeah, six players and both managers got ejected. Angel's won the game 2-1. to one. In Colorado last night, down three games to two in the Stanley Cup, the Tampa Bay Lightning had a one-zip lead after the first period. But after the Avalanche took a 2-1 lead in the second, that score held. One second. It's over. They did it. They did it. We did the it. The job is done. The Colorado Avalanche are Stanley Cup champions. And they will lift Lord Stanley a mile high. Yeah, I was in Denver. The Avalanche win their third Stanley Cup in franchise history. However, the two-time defending champ Lightning could not make it three in a row. Plus two out of three. That's, that's, well, that's well put. Uh, me. Suck it. Yeah. <laughs> and breaking news. Okay. In our exclusive 10 listener poll just this last hour, what is the worst? The man bun or Crocs? Man bun. Eight votes. I'm a man. Crocs. <laughs> Only two. I mean it. Mm. Meanwhile, in the national that Somewhat odd thing happened to me a couple of months ago. I lost my wedding ring. I was in one of those, um, what do you call it? Uh, 
a divorce. And, and now I have to find somebody new, which is easier said than done, because I was married for so long. I have nothing. I have no game. I don't know where the stadium is anymore. Because I am I'm so trained as a husband, you know, that's all I know. I'm just going to be staggering up to women in bars. Excuse me, I, uh, I saw you sitting there all by yourself. And I just thought you might have a long list of chores and errands you wanted me to do. Uh, maybe tomorrow I'll come by your place and uh, drive your mom to Target. And when I get back, you can be angry at me because I didn't realize something you thought. <laughs> Association. Golden State Warriors forward Draymond Green is gloating over winning his fourth NBA ring and has an interesting mathematical formula. The difference in between four and three may as well be having one and four. Like, it feels so night and day, like the rarefied air that we're in after winning the fourth one, then winning the third one. It's just so rare. If you consider 43 other guys in NBA history, rarefied air, including Bill Russell, who won 11, and the late Sam Jones, who won 10. Okay, all right. So while Draymond Green might run out of oxygen in that rarefied air, depending on how big the room is, he has four more rings than any of us do. So there, he's got us. Although if she marries Pete Davidson, Kim Kardashian could match Draymond with her fourth ring. Of course I Twitter myself. Mm -hmm. In other sports, David. Did you see Xander Shoffley, the Scripps Ranch High School star, win this weekend on the PGA Tour? Yeah. I think it was the Traveler's Insurance Tournament. Mm -hmm. Thanks in part to his great play, but also thanks to Thigala for gagging on the 72nd hole. You know, it's 72 holes, and he'd played 71 really good. That 72nd one was tricky for him. He had uh, hit the bunker on his tee shot on the 18th hole on Sunday, and he was right up against the lip, and somehow he thought he could hit that 180 yards onto the green. And it turns out he couldn't hit it 180 yards. He couldn't even hit it 18 inches. Oh, he hit it about 2 inches. Oh, no. Double bogey. Oh. Bye-bye. Thanks for playing. Xander Shoffley wins the yeah. Travelers. Way to go, Xander. That's his sixth or seventh win on tour. Way to go, buddy. Local kid. Staying behind winning that good old American money. That's right. Yes. All right. It is 8.34 and 45 seconds, and this is your 101.5 KJBFM Sports Network. Oh, my. Fireworks show, the Big Bay Boom. From four barges on San Diego Bay on July 4, and the official soundtrack right on 101.5 KGB starts at 9 o'clock Monday night, the 4th of July. So bring your chairs, bring your friends, bring your boats, and watch us blow this mother up. 101kgb.com for more information. And thanks to us, the DSC Show, for coming up with the idea. 
And most of all, thanks to Jersey Mike's for buying all the pyrotechnics. Thank you, Jersey Mike's. Shelter Island, Harbor Island, North Embarcadero, Marina District, Coronado Ferry, or the Pacific Ocean. All recommended viewpoints. But I beg you. Goodness. What a warm up. Isn't the Big Bay Boom the one where we blew it all up with one match? Yeah, 2012, yes. No, the biggest Bay Boom of them all. Yeah. No one was disappointed by that. It was, that was magnificent. Incredible. Well, I'm a lot confused, but what just happened? I wonder if they ever figured out what happened then. I'm sure they figured out what happened that day. Did some guy named Claude <laughs> sit on a big red plunger? I vaguely remember like the computer problem that oh, just sure. said boom all at once. That's what I would say. I feel like that was their reason. Yeah. Thank you, Jersey Mike's. But most of all, thank you, us. Yes. Did you hear? <laughs> Go ahead. There's a bunch of cities that don't get Fourth of July fireworks this year. Because there's not enough people that know how to do pyrotechnics to go around. Is that right? Yeah, so cities that have already purchased their fireworks are moving it to the first, to the fifth. And um, a lot of those towns how are weak. an embarrassment. Yes. Oh, how weak. Uh-huh. One of them's in Fairfax, Virginia, right outside D.C., and that one will be on the 5th of July. We're like John Adams. We feel like July 2nd is really Independence Day. <laughs> yeah. So I, weak. We're, we're lucky. Jersey Mike's made it happen for us to get him on the 4th. Yeah, that's when it happens, the 4th of July. Well, when you first read the liner, there was no date. Did we confirm? <laughs> no, we didn't confirm. We just made it. We just said it. Okay. They never include time, place, date. Never. Uh, there was one, uh, two fireworks displays were planned for the 4th of July in Ocean City, Maryland. Yeah. And they didn't have enough workers, so they are having two smaller ones, one on the 3rd, one on the 5th. That's wild, because Ocean City, Maryland is like a huge party town. Is it? You go there just for fun. Nice. Yeah, it's oh. it's Oceanside, as the name... Ocean City? Yeah, as the name indicates. But it's like this big boardwalk with just carnivals and food, and it's fun. And people go there by the tens of the thousands, sometimes the hundreds of the thousands, like on 4th of July. Yeah. There'll be 100,000 people who go there easily. And no fireworks. Just on the 3rd and the 5th. <laughs> the 5th? Yes. And you know what the 5th of July is? It's a Tuesday. Ugh. Ugh. Why can't the Supreme Court outlaw Tuesday? Yeah. 
So I got this email from Ryan, and it just annoys me hmm. for the nuisance he had to put up with while flying. Okay. Been on a plane lately? No. <laughs> I don't think I've been on a plane since 2020. Yeah. I was on one last week, and we were okay. Mm-hmm. It was all right. I mean, we had delays and all that, and, you know, no one knows how to fly a plane. I don't know who flew the, flew the plane. Could have been the stewardess. I don't know. <laughs> you know, that's what mm-hmm. they all say. Mm-hmm. They're all pointing fingers. Oh, it's the FAA. Oh, we don't have pilots. Oh, this, this, whatever. I don't know. I have no idea who flew the plane, honestly. Okay. All right. I didn't bother looking. I didn't want to know. <laughs> but Ryan says, we just got back from an awesome Italian vacation. And uh, coming home, a 10-hour flight from Rome, then a six-hour layover at JFK, we're finally ready for the six-hour flight from New York to San Diego. So a six-hour layover, six-hour flight, there's 12, plus 10, 22 hours of travel. Ouch. Ouch. Yikes. Yeah, that's exhausting. I had a window seat. My wife was in the middle, and a seemingly nice guy from Carlsbad was on the aisle. We chatted a little bit, and then the three of us put on our headphones. Nice and normal. As usual, the plane was packed, except for the two seats in front of us. Right before we take off, the flight attendant comes to the guy from Carlsbad sitting next to us and says, The window seat here in front of us is empty. Would you like to move up and have some more space? My wife and I lit up. We are stoked. He's going to move. We're going to have more room on the last leg of this long travel day. Hooray! Birds are singing. We're already stretching out. And he looks her in the eye as if he's a normal functioning human being and says, No thanks. I'm fine. And then looks at us and says, If that's okay with you guys. Uh. <laughs> Would you say that, Emily? No, you can't say that. You wouldn't say that. No, but if I was a wife, I'd say, I'll take it. Because I'm in the middle seat. It's hideous. He says, no, I'm okay. And then looks at us and says, if that's okay with you guys. We were so stunned. We didn't know what to say. Everyone in our area just let their jaw hit the floor. Even the flight attendant was flabbergasted. She just walked away. Oh. And she didn't offer it to anyone else. For that whole flight, there were two empty seats in front of us. While we cozied up to this unhinged psychopath. (laughs) (laughs) He didn't even get up once. He just sat there watching movies with a big dumb grin on his face the whole time. Probably wearing a diaper. (sighs) I know there are crazy people on planes yelling at people to put their masks on. Yelling that you're not going to put yours on. Trying to pass lingerie off as travel wear. Walking across the armrests, even crapping on the drink cart. I don't agree with any of that behavior, but I can at least understand what might possibly lead some lunatic to doing something so crazy since I've been there. To calmly sit there with a smile on your face and deny extra room on a six-hour flight, it's unimaginable. I can't possibly get into the mind of that kind of monster who would do that not only to us, but to himself. Yeah. And we sat next to the one person on the planet who would say no. Thanks for letting me vent. We're all home safe and sound now, and that's Ryan.
home from his Italian vacation. How about that? Past. It's a head scratcher. On the extra room. It seems like the uh, guy was open to suggestion. If that's okay with you, well, you know, then you can mm, say, listen, if you move, it. we'll all have more space. He understood that. That was explained to him by the stewardess. He said, I'm fine here. And then it's kind of a insincere afterthought. If that's all right with you. I think Ryan or his wife should have moved. <laughs> it wasn't offered to them. It wasn't offered to anybody except that guy. You got to throw him out the plane. <laughs> you got to open the door and push him out D.B. Cooper style. Yeah. Because not only does it alleviate the problem on this flight, it means it will never recur. <laughs> and when the story of how he got his ass thrown off the plane and for why, it will be a warning to all. That's... I just worry that my day is coming. I don't have to deal with these kind of people on planes. You've been lucky recently. I guess. I worry that my day is coming. That I owe the plane gods. (laughs) Kook behavior. Don't put that out there for yourself. Well, I've had some questionable people on planes before. Mm -hmm. I've had some bad behavior and some questionable behavior, but... None that have directly impacted you like Ryan was. I don't know what it is. People should shouldn't people love the idea that they're traveling? Not everyone is traveling for fun though. But it shouldn't be your objective to wreck someone else's fun. But you're not thinking about anyone else if you're miserable on a plane. I understand that not everyone is traveling for fun. However, I would remind anybody who is traveling. I want you to think back. 130, 140 years how people used to get from one side of the country to the other. You're going to do it in six hours. Mm-hmm. Not six weeks. And die of gonorrhea, dysphoria, whatever. Six weeks? Six That's months. if you're starting in Kansas. <laughs> yeah. People are starting in New York. You know who went from New York to California? Nobody. You couldn't do it. They died of old age. <laughs> I, I try to think. I really try to get my mindset around that when I'm going oh, to get a suitcase. I'm going to stand with a bunch of idiots. It's like, imagine what the people, our great greats, had to do. Yeah. What, are you looking it up? How long it took? No, no, no. Oh. You hit that first mountain range, you know. Okay, we're here. That's it. Screw it. <laughs> yeah, we're not going. Just watch 1883. What would yeah. Tim McGraw and Faith Hill say? They say, you lucky. All right? Be appreciative. Brutal. That should be the welcome video on any plane. Exactly. <laughs> Some people in Old West Guard telling you, eh, back in our day, sit down and be nice. <laughs> Maybe that what they should do is put you in a covered wagon from where you check in your baggage to the gate. <laughs> now, this is what it could have been like, uh-huh. but we're going to let you on the plane here. And everyone shut your mouths. Mm-hmm. We don't want to hear a peep out of you. A little perspective <laughs> check. No food, no drinks, nothing. Just shut it. Y'all got your stupid clamshell pillow you're wearing around your necks. Use it. Go to sleep and shut up. Hmm. All right, what's coming up in the Happy Crackpot News next here? Ooh, uh, so much good stuff. Um, good stuff? Yeah. Like, you could thank your mama for your ability to achieve the big O. That's uh, due to my mother? Yes. I never had that chat with my mother. No? Mm-mm. 
Apparently, your ability is genetic. So if you struggle with it, you can blame your mom. And if you are very um, successful, you can thank your mom. Does that mean mom was the same way? Is that the idea? Yeah. Okay. All right. I think Netflix was listening to our podcast recently when Sarah was asking a contractor to help build her a sex room. There's a new series coming. <laughs> Let me hear about this now. You want a sex room? I don't want a sex room. Well, pretty. Um, you don't want a sex room. <laughs> I mean, there's nothing room. currently in the plan for it. You don't want one? Well, that's maybe that's the wrong word. <laughs> I'd love one, but it's not in the current plan for when it. When I said I don't want one, I meant I love one. <laughs> Okay. I'm not, I'm not currently working on one. I got it. I understand you don't have contractors building one, but you'd like right. one. Sure. Okay. Sponsor opportunity. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> and right when we started recording the Backwash podcast, I got a scammer phone call, so I decided to answer it and just have some fun with it, because normally that's what I do. I like to dick with scammers if I'm in, the, in a good mood for it. And uh, there was a guy who was eating up everything I was... Uh, saying by trying to get him to come to my house and build me a sex dungeon that's a that's a what are they a telemarketers are doing yeah. that right now they're offering sex rooms well he was offering work on my house and so i asked him what kind of work he was like oh, anything okay. you want and i was like oh really anything you want right. he's getting all dirty right away yeah Hi. well he he yeah. he said that and i took it dirty and he went there right there with me Ooh. anything for the commission I guess, yeah. huh? mm-hmm. okay what kind of sex room did you get uh, just hanging swings and stuff from the ceilings and I don't know. That ain't easy, you know. You need gravity. <laughs> you need gravity and you need like pivoting positions. Yeah. You gotta have feet on the ground. Swings I'm are sure. just like, you're not gonna get anywhere with those things, you know. I'm sure. Mm. I, I don't know, but yeah, that was just the first thing that came yeah. to mind. Okay. All right. Very good. Well, this new Netflix series may be educational for you. All right. What else is going on? <laughs> Um, well, we're talking about sexy things on our website, 101kgb.com. Uh, just for your Monday enjoyment, a uh, strip pull act on America's Got Talent. Is that right? Yeah. Okay. It was pretty entertaining. Uh, so I put that up there for your enjoyment. Thank you, Emily. Yeah. Is it someone we want to see on a strip pull? She was cute. It's not like Mitch McConnell, is it? No, no, no. Just a cute girl. But she, and she doesn't strip she's already just kind of in she's just doing clothes, the doing the routine the, the athletic routine. work yeah mm. is she sexy with her moves she's impressive with her moves yeah <laughs> <laughs> and has the supreme court come out and say jk <laughs> psych psych oh you're darling Supreme Court Justice Ashton Kutcher <laughs> reveals oh. it was just a punk. None of that? No. Oh. Uh-oh. But we got some lawsuits regarding well, that. <laughs> all right, I'm expecting some grumpy gusses. All right. <laughs> Emily's Happy Crackpot News is coming with a news quiz next, and that features tickets to see REO Speedwagon and Sticks next. That's got to be their encore song. Probably. It's big excitement there with confetti blowing at the end. That's got to be their that. encore song. They're not going to finish it. Any family friend you. Any family friend. <laughs> <laughs> Come on. 
It's got to be their last song. Yeah, no, that other one is a middle of the set list song. Yeah. Yeah, I know. That's what they had to do to get some number one hits. I get it. But uh, Ario Speedwagon, it sticks. I like it. Hmm. And it's going to be a North Island Credit Union. Thank you to Ario. Thank you to Sticks. And thank you to Ticketmaster.com for giving us the tickets to give away. Are we doing that all this week? Every day this week, yeah. Hot dog. Nice. Very good. All right. What's kicking things off from the Crackpot News today? Four to five months is how long it would have taken you to get from New York to California by covered wagon. <laughs> they uh, traveled an average of 15 to 20 miles per day. Guys, that's five menstrual cycles with your lady. <laughs> how much diarrhea is involved in that? You know, dysentery. Uh-huh. And, oh, God. Dodging Indians and rattlesnakes mm-hmm. and chiggers. Ah. Chiggers. When you're crouched over a stump. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, that's if you make it four if or five months. If you make it, that's right. Make it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, scalp you as soon as you hit the Dakotas. God. All right. There you go. Well, what's kicking things off today? A Florida synagogue has cited religious freedoms in their lawsuit over uh, the state's new abortion law. The act was signed by their governor, Ron DeSantis, that bans abortions after 15 weeks of pregnancies, a pregnancy without exemptions for cases of rape, incest, and human trafficking. Previously, Florida allowed abortions until 24 weeks, um, but this congregation has claimed that the lawsuit uh, violates their religious freedoms, the religious freedom rights of Jews. Um, For Jews, this is a quote from the lawsuit, all life is precious and thus the decision to bring new life into the world is not taken lightly or determined by state fiat and that in Jewish law, abortion is uh, required if necessary to protect the health mental or physical well-being of the women or for many other reasons not permitted under the act. This is pretty clever of these Jews because they can just say, hey, we have this all written down, our laws. We'll let us in. Here you go. Good luck reading right to left with squiggly lines. (laughs) And try and figure that out. Hey, it's all written down. (laughs) Pretty crafty. It is. You just got to take their word for it. No one can read that stuff. Not anyone alive. Yeah, I read scrolls. (laughs) Okay, good luck. The lawsuit adds that those who don't share the religious views reflected in the act will suffer irreparable harm under the new state's law. So Mm -hmm. we'll see how that lawsuit goes for them. Uh, In other Roe versus Wade news over the weekend, because you really couldn't avoid it, uh, video making the rounds on social media shows Full House actress Jodie Sweetin being shoved to the ground by LAPD during a protest. Well, at least it wasn't DJ. Or was Jodie DJ? No. Stephanie. Yeah. She was Steph. Yes. Yeah. If it was DJ, okay, there's a riot. (laughs) No one's pushing DJ around. Mm -mm. Mm -mm. Stephanie was a middle child. She had it rough. Whatever. (laughs) Push her just for no reason. Just so she knows. We got our eye on you. You push her around just to let people know. We're not messing around here. Oh, okay. Yeah, just a random push. A majority of Americans oppose the Supreme Court's decision. I saw the video of that. She did get up in a cop's face. Did she? Yeah. Ran around up and tried to interfere with a cop. Which, and I'm sure that doesn't mean anything to anybody. And again, you can do whatever you want to a cop. Okay, good luck. I didn't say that. No, but you know that they do. Okay. Yeah. In other Supreme Court uh, decisions that have been made, uh, the court declined to hear a case from a Christian nonprofit group that sued the Southern Poverty Law Center for listing it as a hate group. Uh, Clarence Thomas um He wrote uh, the dissent saying the court should revisit the legal standards for defamation and he thinks it should be easier to sue the media. 
So that, um, but they're not going to hear that case. They did decide, though, that a high school football coach should not have been fired for leading team prayers on the field. So it's just been decision-making season for the mm-hmm. Supreme Court. Well, isn't that every season for them? That's what they do, right? They listen to a bunch of cases, and then toward the end of like the I gotcha. time, then they put out all their rulings. I got gotcha. you. That's my understanding of it anyway. That's what we're getting. Decision after decision right now. I see. And then they go on summer break. Nice. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I'm num- sure that'll be a real treat for them. <laughs> number three. Trying to get away, go on vacation. Uh, number three. Here we go. So who's happy? No one. And no proving one. that this song is crap because this family does not have a roof over their room and they're pissed. Mm. <laughs> is that the only lyric? I mean, is it just that one lyric that wrecks the song for you? No, the whole thing is stupid. Ooh. Okay. <laughs> you can't tell me to be happy, man. <laughs> can't make me be happy. Uh-uh, and all your examples are crap. All right. <laughs> An Idaho family has been living without a roof for 20 days. Why is that? A, ca- a contractor they never hired removed it. Oh, Jesus. Why would he take the roof off? Um, it was a uh, miscommunication, says the contractor. Uh, this is the homeowner, hmm. Jessica. She said it was a site she never thought she'd come home to. Number four. This is a nightmare. This is absolutely the worst thing I could have imagined. June 1st, my daughter came home from school to find that people were removing the roof of our house. That's the worst thing you can imagine. I know I could sit down with you in 30 seconds and come up with something worse. Yeah. Learn to use the language, people. Stop irritating me. Maybe she has a very narrow imagination. Okay, get out a little bit more. Start listening to the show. (laughs) All right, we podcast worldwide. (laughs) Their house is now covered in a tarp with no explanation other than the contractor saying, "Mm, miscommunication, we were sent to the wrong address. She understands that people mess up, but no one is taking the blame for the issue. Number five. It was a mistake, a very costly mistake. It should have been fixed. It just should have been fixed, but no one will do it. Well, this is the way of the new world. It's someone else's fault. Mm -hmm. The roofing company said our insurance will handle it, but they've filed claims with the company's insurance company and they're all getting denied. Mm -hmm. Because it's always someone else's fault. Like, Like Joe. How many times do you blame something on Trump? 700 billion and a trillion, 300 million. That's what I thought. Okay. The insurance that the roofing company have doesn't cover their uh, particular trade. Like if they burn down the house, okay, the house is covered, but this is a mistake that they made in their trade. And that's not part of the insurance coverage because it's not coincidental to the job. This is just like talking to a real insurance guy. I have no (laughs) idea what he just said. Basically, he's siding with the insurance that they shouldn't be on the hook. That's what I took from your Yeah, stance. Well, he's they're, an insurance man. Of course right. he's going to side with them. Uh-huh. I mean, if the guy backs the you know van into we the heard you say car, no. that's covered. We heard you say no. We got it. Uh, and then there's been a, a bunch of recent rainstorms up there in Idaho, which has made mm. things worse. His water has seeped into the home. Now Seepage. there's parts of the floor that have to be removed. Damage on the carpet and the drywall. What about the children? Number six. It's very, very stressful, mainly affecting the kids' room. The kids don't want to sleep up there because the the moldy moldy smell and mildewy smell is just overwhelming for them. I'll tell you what else smells. Ball sweat! Damn right. Mm-hmm. Uh, the bids from companies to redo their roof are coming in over $70,000. 
Um, they're worried about their kids' health and how long they'll go living without a roof that they never wanted removed. Number seven. We want to be able to, you know, protect us ourselves from the weather here, and hopefully we don't go into fall. What about the roof on their sex room? Is that okay? <laughs> no. Uh, no. Roofless. The whole roof yes. is gone. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. That's why I'm glad I live in a town with resilient roofing. Yes. When I was a kid, I mean, you couldn't get a phone installed or the cable guy wouldn't come over. Oh, we got to have somebody over 18 at the house when, you know, before you start the job. So that would have solved this. You know, you knock on the door. Hey, we're here to take your roof off. Nope, not here. Must be the wrong thing. What happened? They screwed it up all sorts of ways. Jesus. I know, you, I know you've come up with all kinds of things that should have happened, <laughs> which you're excellent at. Yes. You know, if I had been there, none of this would have happened. Thank you. Yeah. I've seen you at work. <laughs> drums flying through the air, hitting the front of trucks, cutting doors of offices <laughs> in half, <laughs> tires rolling down the road. I've seen you at work, pal. We should have had somebody who was over 18 there to authorize that job mm-hmm. immediately. Would have nipped it in the bud. You're over 18. <laughs> Saw you run out of gas at the home speedway. <laughs> All right, what else is going on? A woman in Pennsylvania was found naked from the waist down, and when cops asked her where her pants were, she said, well, snakes ate them. Trouser snakes. Yes, mm. indeed. Yeah. <laughs> so. Snakes ate her pants? Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. <laughs> That's the only explanation. Snakes don't had. eat pants. No. She was walking down the middle of the road. The police got multiple 911 calls about this half-dressed woman, so they caught up with her and... Um, Initially, she said she put her pants in a storm drain, but then said snakes had eaten them. So we're pulling out of Sinopolis on Friday night, mm-hmm. and uh, there's a gas station right there. It's like a mobile station yeah. or something right there. Mm-hmm. We're driving by there, and my wife says, "Huh?" And we're still driving. I'm like, "What?" She goes, "There's a topless woman there at the gas station." What? <laughs> Did you U-turn? <laughs> and she's like. She waited until we were past to say it. Uh, <laughs> yes, she did. Yeah. That was on purpose. So I didn't even bother trying to look around. You know, so <laughs> she, she didn't go, hey, stop. Hey, pull over. Hey, take a look at this. Hey, do you see that? She waited until uh-huh. we were past. Yes. Mm. They must have been nice. It, that's what I thought. <laughs> yeah. That's what I thought. They must uh-huh. have been spectacular. Yes. <laughs> mm-hmm. I'm like, wait, you mean she was naked? She, yep. <sighs> <laughs> Wow. Waited until we were past. Huh. Yeah. Dirty <laughs> trick. Yes, it was. Dirty trick. Mm-hmm. Anything else? Um, the Ohio Supreme Court has yanked the license of an attorney who has been arrested four times for driving naked. What's wrong with that? Apparently, it's not allowed. Um, he also has admitted that he walks through the city offices naked, and there have been other naked incidents where he's never been caught. So his license hmm. to practice law has been suspended indefinitely for his preference for the birthday suit. And then there's a guy who got hammered and um, fell asleep in the street in the morning. He woke up and noticed that his bag was gone. The problem was inside the bag was a USB drive that contained the personal information for every single person in their city. More than 450,000 people, including names, birthdays, addresses, tax info, and bank accounts. Jesus. And the guy who had that just fell asleep in the street? Drunk. Passed out. Darn it. <laughs> now, you know, if there had been someone who was over 18 years old. 
been a very, very trying round of the Crackpot News. I hope it gets easier. Uh, we're going to talk about sex rooms and orgasms next. Okay, yeah, my, but my mother's. <laughs> well, both of yours. <laughs> what else is happening in our Crackpot News today? This is taking Netflix and chill to a whole new level oh. with their new upcoming sex positive unscripted series, How to Build a Sex Room. Ah, is this what made you think of a sex room or have you just always kind of had that dream? <laughs> no, I didn't even know the show existed. Just okay. coincidence. How to build your own. Mm-hmm. It's well, like a Bob Vila kind of thing, like this old sex room. Well, there's a, an expert, a luxury interior designer, Melanie Rose who comes over and helps these couples carry out any fantasy they wish and helps them create it. One of the clients describes Melanie as the Mary Poppins of sex rooms. Number eight. All right, number eight. When people hear the word sex rooms, they concentrate on the word sex. And that connotates dirty, disgusting. (laughs) But when I design them, they can be beautiful. No video games in the room? No, we're not playing video games in here. You're going to play with your wife instead. (laughs) (laughs) And they are places where couples can explore their deepest fantasies. I would have never thought that being tied in rope would make me feel sexy. Oh, that's brilliant. It's curiosity that is being unlocked. In each episode, Melanie visits a couple who are looking to convert a room in their home into a high-end adult play space. And uh, then she works with a contractor to create that sex room where no one will have any idea what the couple are up to, unless, of course, they watch the show. (laughs) This debuts on Netflix on July 8th. When you've got a sex room in your house and you decide it's time for an open house, you're going to sell your house. Do you keep that door locked or do you open it? And, I mean, do you take a chance on offending people? Do you take a chance on enticing people? What would you do? Oh, I think... um I wouldn't put it on the Zillow listing, mm-hmm. but I would feel out people at the open house. You'd feel them out. Very mm-hmm. nice. But I mean, do you leave the door open or do you close it? No, the I door? keep it closed until I keep think that the couple could handle it. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. It's not for Because people are going to want to know what's behind that door. I've been through open houses before where there was a like a deadbolt on the door. It's like, well, what's behind here? Tell right. you if you buy. <laughs> what's going on here? We'll tell yeah, you if you I'm buy. No, 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 no. I think you got you to gotta just show it. Because you're not going to be home for every open house. In fact, the I will property <laughs> owner rarely is home or shouldn't be home for an open house because it they could get their feelings hurt when they hear people walking Okay, through. Chris Heller, the home seller. Thank you. But Jesus. you, you got to leave it open. God, the way you swerve off track. And, and hope that some other pervy bastard will yeah. see the appeal and will bid it up. But what about offending people who otherwise might be like, ooh. This is the perfect house for us. I think that that's that's the risk you're going to take. Somebody will not like the carpet. Somebody will hate the tile or the Mm -hmm. rooms are too small. Would Uh, you leave it as a sex room or would you take down all the sex stuff and just have it as another room? I'd probably take down the stuff so it's not an attractive nuisance and people don't try to hump in there while you're away. Mm. Hmm. Because we've heard about people who stop into an open house. And Again, they, you're veering off onto another bit. Use the toilet. I know. And, I know. Yeah. You're veering off. You, yeah. So you would redo the room. I would make it unusable by casual observer. Oh, God. Sorry. Yes, I would he take, would redo it. I would take, take down the trapeze. answer a question. And the swing. And remove the high voltage nipple clamps. Blah, 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 blah. Yeah. Blah, 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 blah. Okay. Lock the appliances blah, blah, securely blah, 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 blah. away. <laughs> he can't stop. 
All right, that's cool. So he would uh, desexify. He would the sex room. What would you do? Oh yeah, yeah yeah yeah. yeah. Desexify it. Oh. You're moving out anyway. And you're going to take it with you. So do whatever you want, you weirdos. I don't care what you do. Box it up quickly. Yeah, no, I get that out of there. Yeah. <laughs> okay, because that's not going to have mass appeal. No, there's no way that is a small fringe appeal thing. Yeah, makes sense. Mm. You know, if you're selling your house with like a flyer at the F Street bookstore, then you leave it in. (laughs) (laughs) And they might not want your used sex swing anyway, so... Eh, I think people who are into that are probably... (laughs) Go ahead. They probably realize, listen, uh, I'm not the first in the girl. I won't be the first in the room. Really? Uh, Marge and Dennis have probably broken this place in every room in the in the in the spot i you just got to accept it clean the carpet before you move in and move on oh that you clean <laughs> <laughs> well and the, the tile, carpet the tile not the intimate the- sex devices i see <laughs> all right well it's a very unique market mm-hmm. all right thank you chris thank you david all right what else is happening? Your ability to have earth-shattering orgasms is partially genetic, researchers in Britain have uncovered, meaning the capacity to climax comes down to your parents. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. They did a study, lots of boring, blah, 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 but the researchers found that genetic factors played an important role, accounting for up to 60% of a woman's ability to reach the big O. How about that? Mm-hmm. And if your dad didn't climax, you won't either. A man in Taiwan had a terrible plan to reach orgasm or achieve orgasm. He put a metal bead chain into his urethra. He was successful in reaching that orgasm, but then he fell asleep and woke up in unbearable agony. He went to the hospital saying it felt like electricity in his genitals. What could cause that? (laughs) Were doctors able to figure it out? They did an x-ray and found the bead chain, and it had kind of gotten itself in a knot. You can check out that x-ray at 101kgb.com. Would it be neat if you pulled the chain and his balls lit up? Ah, that's awesome. <laughs> yes. Oh, bless his heart. Instead, they had to cut his penis open ha! before reconstructing his urethra. Is it urethra or urethra? Urethra. A, urethra. That's a Mm-hmm. It's Aretha Franklin. P tube. How about just P tube? Yeah. Okay. <laughs> Call it that. Okay. All right. You asked some ladies, or you asked us ladies here on the show about first date deal breakers. I have one for you. Um, this OnlyFans model will only go out with you on a first date if you'll have sex first. Deal breaker or not? Huh. Do we get to see what each other looks like? Yeah. Okay. But that's well, that's the first activity for the date. What's wrong? Sports. Sports. Okay. Excellent budgeting of his time here today. Why does he tiptoe out like that? Does he think his big dumb feet make noise? <laughs> when he when he hunches over and tiptoes out of the room. Like you're not going to notice it. Like it's, oh, no one will see me. <laughs> He's a ninja, David. <laughs> a gorilla tiptoeing out of the room. Adorable. God. Did you see the way he has all hunched over yeah. like no one can see me? Uh-huh. <laughs> and he tiptoes out. Mm-hmm. All right. Uh, she'll only go out with you mm-hmm. if you'll bone her first. Yeah. Okay. Before the meal or anything. Okay. What's that? What's her motivation? 
Um, she says she wants to diffuse the sexual tension, and once that's diffused and they've had sex, then they go and they're both more relaxed on the date, and uh, she can see if they're going to be receptive because she knows what she wants. So, mm-hmm. are they good listeners for that? And she also wants to destigmatize having a high number of sex partners. Okay. Would that be a deal breaker or down? No. No. Right. no, it's not. But I mean, you, you know, she's just going to get a lot of guys who just want action. Yeah. She says that doing this has created some of the most amazing first dates. So she, no she found a way that worked for her. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Uh, and she, but the reason she doesn't like to have the meal first, first is because it makes her self-conscious and tired. And bloated. (laughs) (laughs) Top Gun Mavericks box office domination continued this weekend. It soared past the one billion dollar mark. Well, no doubt. My tickets were 40 bucks. Yeah. 40 bucks. How hard is it to get up to a billion these days? Yeah, that's worldwide, too. Um, But not in uh, China or Russia. It's banned there. It's banned. Uh huh. Huh. I'm not sure why. I hadn't heard that one. Was it about the flag on his jacket or something? I don't know. It's because they're no fun. Oh, okay. It's because they fun is illegal in Russia and China. <laughs> Got it. Oh, you know, all who want to have fun, turn around. Mm-hmm. Don't come in here. Mm-hmm. It's a drag, those two countries. God. Yeah. Uh, it is Tom Cruise's first movie to uh, surpass a billion dollars at the box office. What is he office. doing now? Trying to close the door quietly? Uh-huh. What is the matter with you? <laughs> Everything okay? No, but we'll, we'll, what happened? The audio ingester, the thing that loads it in, is yeah. broken. Oh no! Yeah. What'll we do? <laughs> Carry well, on? Uh, maybe. All right. Go ahead, Emily. It tied Elvis for the number one spot this week at Domestic Maverick Box and Elvis. Office. Yeah, they both brought in thirty and a half million. That Elvis movie. The idea of that to me was like whatever. And then I saw the preview of it before I saw. Uh, Top Gun, uh, hang on, it's Top Gun, Luke Skywalker, right? Yes. Uh-huh. And just Skywalker. Just Skywalker, yeah. <laughs> and I was like, hey, that looks pretty good. That looks pretty good. Yeah. What? I want to see it, but yeah. it also, I, it, there's a Britney Spears song in it. Britney was not out when Elvis was around. What is that Boz Lerman doing? No <laughs> you know, kidding. It might be too much of a fantasy world. I don't know. Mm. Okay. But it does look good, cool. though. Uh-huh. No? Yeah. Good for Elvis. <laughs> Died like 50 years ago, still making money. Mm-hmm. That guy. Mm-hmm. All right. What else? Chris Hemsworth will be bearing it all in Thor Love and Thunder, which comes out next week. There was a premiere, a red carpet premiere uh, last week, and uh, a journalist asked him how he felt about showing his butt as the god of thum- thunder. Mm. He was asked if he did a lot of squats in preparation, and here's what Chris Hem- had to say. Number nine. I did a lot of everything. It was kind of 10 years in the making, that scene. It was, a, it was a dream of mine, you know. The first time I played Thor, I took my shirt off and I thought, you know, it's going to sweeten this. A decade from now, it's all going to come off. There you go. <laughs> Great. <laughs> Anything else? Uh, ben and Jen. Yes. Before at a luxury car rental dealership in L.A. Sure they were. Uh-huh. And Ben led his 10-year-old son, Samuel, sit in the driver's seat, which is cool. You know, when driver's you're Driver's seat of what? The, um, a yellow Lamborghini. A real Lamborghini? Yeah, a real one. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Which 
it's cool when you're a kid to get to sit in the driver's seat. Gosh, I wonder what happened next. Just make sure the engine isn't running and you don't let the kid put it in reverse and back into a parked BMW. Oh, Jesus Christ. You're not telling me a 10-year-old was given a Lamborghini and crashed it. <laughs> well, here's what's interesting, and I just wonder how much this cost them. An employee said, there was no accident. The cars are just pl- parked close together. That's not true. I saw it. I know. They're totally crushed into each other. It's a bunch of garbage. <laughs> So I wonder what that costs, what that like. There's 50 them. bucks, deny everything, right? <laughs> yep. uh-huh. Yeah. Uh, and they say no one is in trouble. Paul McCartney. I couldn't imagine if my dad found out I crashed the Impala. It wasn't a Lamborghini. <laughs> right. The Impala when I was 10 and I had no business being in the car. It wouldn't have been no one's in trouble. Right. I'd still be in trouble. Yes, to you this would be. Day, yes. Uh-huh. I would still be in trouble. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Yeah. All right. Uh, Paul McCartney reunited with John Lennon at the Glastonbury Music Festival over the weekend. Um, they synced up a video of John singing I've Got a Feeling so that they sang together. If you want to see the video oh, that's nice. on our website, 101kgb.com. Her Dave Grohl sang with him too. Yeah, he hopped up uh, and sang a couple of songs as well as Bruce Springsteen. And people noticed that Dave possibly had some new ink on his hand. Uh, a large T was tattooed there. And they think it's... <gasps> Okay, anything else? Uh, number 10. What's going on here? Apparently the Go-Go's want you to know that they were cross-eyed drunk making this video. <laughs> they were a, water skiing. Yeah, it yeah. was a 14-hour video shoot, and mm-hmm. about eight hours in, they were getting bored and restless, so they started drinking, and so when it came to the water skiing scene... They say, if you look closely at our eyes, we're all cross-eyed drunk. How about that? Yeah. Lifting a finger. What a great idea. You lazy pups. Nothing to it. Piece of cake Monday slid right on by. Thank you, crew. That was a great job today. As you always do. What happens now? Uh, Colt's first drum lesson. Gonna play the drums, all right. We're gonna see how it goes, yeah. Rock and roll. Hopefully. Got his animal t-shirt to wear from the Muppets. Bank some energy out, make some noise. But we're hoping. He's well suited for that. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, what about you? I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> Not that. Have a salad, take a nap, something like that. Oh, nap. Something like that. <laughs> I feel like I'm recovering from something and I didn't do anything. <laughs> really? No. Yeah, feel like I gotta rest up. Uh, tomorrow here on the DSC, we will have more tickets for you to see REO Speedwagon and Sticks together. North Island Credit Union Amphitheater. Uh, also this week, we have tickets for WWE Monday Night Raw on the Fourth of July, Pachanga Arena. Sorry, did you say Pachanga? Of course. 
Very highbrow. Patronga. <laughs> Good stuff given away this week here. And of course, the $1,000 every hour continues with our inflation conversation. There's one other thing that we have to deal with this week. You know about that? Someone on this show is leaving. What? Yep. Quitting. Leaving. Mm. And it's not me. It's not, not me. me. Not me. It's me. What did we do to you? <laughs> You'd rather go running off with Sebastian and a pig no. than hang out with us, huh? Uh, choices had to be made, and I probably picked the wrong one. Yeah, I think I so. Is it too late to change your mind? I don't think so. Fried. So you're leaving us, huh? Yeah. What's going on? Well, the whole crew, the whole gang is moving up to Washington. Mm-hmm. Uh, we got a huge, nice big house on ten acres of land. So that's nice, isn't it? Oh, yeah, room for more, way more room for mm-hmm. everybody. Like three times the house we have now. So, so we're gonna we're gonna lose our Anna. Yeah, our Anna's leaving us. This is her last week. Mm-hmm. It hurts. Yeah, I don't like it. I've been so sad. Not happy about it. And we're gonna have to find someone to fill her spot. And I was thinking. Uh... Okay. That's great. That's great. Who's in favor? I am. Really? Me. 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 Uh huh. I'm hurt. What a nice going. No, start to my going away week. What do you care? You're scraping us off the bottom of your foot. Moving on. No, that's not allowed. What do you mean? You can't replace me with her. Do you want to be in charge of selecting <laughs> a replacement? Um, yeah, I want to be in charge. <laughs> you want the headache of finding a replacement? No, I've trained so many people to do <laughs> yeah. this, and none of them stuck. <laughs> you know what? A, they all stink. You know what a brain tumor it is, right? Oh, my God, yeah. Mm-hmm. You want that job? But I really would love to get you guys like a Gen Zer who's all about TikTok. Well, that wouldn't be so bad, would it? Well, <laughs> Apparently. What? Like one of those ones that needs to go to Snowflake Mountain. <laughs> Thanks. That's... You want to leave us that way? Thanks. I think we might, we have to try different methods because I've trained. I, I can't believe how many people I've trained. And the last person we trained, I, we, I asked to use her and Sean goes, oh, yeah, she quit. What? She's quit. Yeah. If there's effort required, uh-huh. right? I'm just no more. I'm okay. So, has anyone even started looking for your replacement? Are we having a meeting today? I was yeah. wondering that. Are we having a meeting? Yeah. Okay. Well, we'll talk about that. We'll talk about you in well, this meeting. Don't talk about me. We're totally going to talk about you. Nice Lots. things. Mm-hmm. Uh, Unlikely. <laughs> didn't didn't work keeping you here. Oh, all the nice things you've said. <laughs> Can you name one not nice thing I've ever said about you? Anytime Becca is... Okay, Frankenstein. 
clomping through the hallways. <laughs> the shoe it's a quote you say often. Me? Yeah. I say that? You. Is it funny? <laughs> That's an accurate description. It's accurate. Still. Right. Still. Yeah. Anytime Becca is you, if I never hear that name again, oh my God. <laughs> is that why you're quitting? So this is Anna's last week. She's had it up to here. Uh, and where are you moving to? Spokane. Washington. Oh, God. Jesus. Why? Are you running from the law? Did you commit a crime or something? I'm going to be living off a well in a septic tank. Oh, yeah. God. Don't confuse Like you won't clog that septic tank. <laughs> okay, here's another exhibit of your niceness. Out there in the main drain, stomping that stuff down the hall. <laughs> Jason, go fix the septic tank. <laughs> What's the... Uh, What's the um, regional food delicacy of Washington? Like down here, fish tacos and... Clam chowder. Clam chowder. You'll be eating <laughs> clam chowder in bed. Hiding that under the sheets. <laughs> Yummy. <laughs> that doesn't sound very good. No. You're going to the place where clam chowder is their specialty. Oh. Do you like Mexican food? <laughs> Wave bye-bye. <laughs> bye-bye. Do you like sunshine? Yeah. Bye bye. Oh, no. Uh huh. For sure. Mm-hmm. Do you like dreary, miserable, gray people? Hello. <laughs> Overweight, dreary, miserable people with no point of existence. Guess that's why my brother's so happy. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Gonna go be with his people. Mm-hmm. <laughs> All right, on. Is there anything that we can do for you before your last show? Is there any final wish that you have? I'll need to think about this. Mm-hmm. I'm not saying we'd give it to you. <laughs> I know. But we might be amused in hearing what you think you like you deserve. I don't want to like blow my wad too soon. I want to come think of something. Mm-hmm. I'm, I'm going to shoot for the stars. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. All right, well, you come up with something. We'll do it on Friday, okay? Okay. All right, bye. Wait. <laughs> Did she say wait right when I hung up? Yes, no, no. no. Well, she must she have had great. something interesting to say. Great. She, she said, said great. great. Yes. Okay. All right. A very, very special going away tribute to Anna on Friday's show. Perfect. All right. Wait, what do you mean we're taking that day off? What? Well, we'll be thinking about it. Yeah. Uh-huh. yeah. I always hear thoughts count. Yeah. All right, what things did we do today on this very important Monday DSC radio show? Well, Dave, you told us how you finally saw Maverick. I did. And was like, oh, yeah, I saw that already when I went to see Star Wars when I was 17. But luckily, you had, like, a really good hamburger, so. It was so good. (laughs) And tater tots. Oh, I saw a picture of those on Sinopolis' Instagram yesterday, and I was like, damn, those look perfect. I'm telling you, whoever made my, uh, my dinner that night. Hats off to you, Chef Boyardee. That was dandy. <laughs> I loved it. It was perfect. Oh, that's all I want right now. It was so good. I, I would go there. I don't care what's playing. I don't care. <laughs> that burger and tater tots, highly recommend it. Mm. Can you get food, just show up, and no movie? What's that? Can you get food without going to the movie? 
don't know. It seemed like a, like they might have an angle there. All right, you got a bit. You're working on it. Save it for Friday's okay. show. We'll work it into part of the honor tribute. Farewell. Oh, I love that. What else? Remember when Johnny Depp said that he would turn down $300 million from Disney while yeah. he was in court? Well, that was then and this is now. He is back in for $300 million. That's got to be, uh, what is it when you lie? Perjury? It's got to be perjury. A lot of that going around in this country. I guess it's okay these days, huh? People are getting passes. Hey, if the president can do it, Johnny Depp can do it. <laughs> you tell me a pirate lied in court? <laughs> <laughs> With his scissor hands? Okay. Emily was having some ridged, ridged potato chips. She was segregating them into full chips and folded chips, and that's when Eric called her folded chips stupid. Ugh. And that's when Emily... Did he really? He called yeah. it stupid? Yeah, he thought he's like, oh, you think they're stupid too? No. They're, they're the, the special best. ones. <laughs> they're superior. Anyone else here do that? Does anyone here segregate their food, just mm-hmm. Emily? Not me. Mm-mm. Nothing. But do you have a preference no. of flat or folded? No. No, and I don't save them for last. And I don't think I'd do that with any of my food. You don't save the last bite needs to be the best bite. No, I don't. He made fun of me the other day because I was eating my sandwich kind of clockwise Mm -hmm. to get all the crust off first and then have good bites left. You ate a sandwich. You eat... Ate around it. Around it? (laughs) A circle? Yes, and he called me... You're you're gotten worse. (laughs) Your weird eating's gotten worse. Shouldn't you cut the crust off? No, I like it fine. I just don't love it. So I don't want my last bite to have uh-huh. crust on it. Has, now, I don't save the last bite for best. In fact, more often than not, I won't have like the last two bites because it's like, mm, nah, I don't feel like I'm such a pig. <sighs> Anyone do that? No, I clean no. my plate. Yeah, I don't like to finish my plate. Yeah. But Emily's showing some red flag behavior, David. Go ahead. I mean, <laughs> when you spin the sandwich like a 45 RPM record... It's just wrong. It's wrong. The the crust is there to give strength and a little rigidity to the edge of the of the bread. Says it's the guy who eats uncrustables. Though that's crimped. They're crimped. <laughs> They're crimped. And I don't eat the I'm, crimp. Off. I claim the crimp defense, <laughs> Your Honor. I wouldn't either because it's not crust. What to? What peril awaits a sandwich with no crust, Chris Boyer? Well, you like to have the crusts come together and um, cleave so that it's a, a bit of a gasketing material so the jelly doesn't slide right out. It retains the inner deliciousness of that sandwich. Mm-hmm. Just a little bit. Exactly. The inner deliciousness, which is why you save the inner part for last because it's the best. Which is why you... Bite away a little bit of the crust and then go right for that inner deliciousness while you're retaining it with the um, interleaved, interlocked <sighs> gasketing of the crust. Hmm. Well, I've never heard two weirder people <laughs> talk about eating a sandwich before. That's for damn sure. And you think she's weird. I think you two are perfect for each other. Uh-uh. <laughs> wow. <No. laughs> they both tapped out on that one simultaneously. <laughs> It would be an explosion. Too much weirdness in one relationship. So you eat around the crust on your sandwich like a complete spaz. Get rid of it first. Get rid of it. You like it, but you say get rid of it. Yeah, I like it the least. Mm. 
out of everything else. Well, I say I think you should just cut the crusts off. That's wasteful. I know. I don't want to waste. Well, you don't have to waste it. You could feed it to people who like you want to pretend like you're doing something nice for them. But whatever. Here's garbage I never eat. Like lima beans. Here you go, starving person. Here's all a can of lima beans. Now you're rich. Here's my cut off crust. Damn right. <laughs> yeah, no, that doesn't feel right. Throw it to the ducks. There. Give it to your huh? husband. <laughs> That's all. Happy birthday. <laughs> Smash it together. It'll look like a happy birthday cake. (laughs) There we go. (laughs) All right. What else did we have? We did a 10 listener poll today to find out what is worse on a guy, a man bun or Crocs. It was the fastest poll ever taken on the show. And man bun has got to go. Yep. We heard from listener Josh who hates when women order their meal and eat only half of it. And then the waiter takes the plate away before he could eat the leftovers of hers that he wanted and he's upset because he can't say anything because a waitress would think he's a big fat pig. But finally, David, a new Netflix show is showing you how to build your own sex room and that's when we learned that if Boyer bought a house with a sex room, he'd make sure he cleaned out the carpet before using the sex toys. (laughs) That is true. That's what we did today. I want to get together and hang out again tomorrow. Yeah, try to make Tuesday better. I like it. We'll see you then. Love your show. It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, avoid, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus.